0: Go to hankstrange.com, sign up for our email list. Um, you can also find all the different ways to support us over there on hankstrange.com. We appreciate that. Um, also, if you want to support the podcast and the um, other stuff that we're doing around here, you can find us on Patreon slash Hank Strange. Um, that's how you do it. I believe that we're rolling through here. I am going to drop the opener right now. And- Welcome back.
1: To the Come Hank situation.
0: All right. Lifestyles so make sure you guys subscribe. Thumbs up. Ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We are live. We have a new guest, Jeremy. Jeremy, we do jazz hands around here. So that's how we do it. Come on. Let's see the jazz hands. Mike, MW Tactical. You know you got to do jazz hands. Let's see it, man. OK, he's doing jazz pinkies, jazz pinkies. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. Shout out to everyone joining us right now. This is episode 511, 511 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. I'm coming to you live from uh, Florida, Gainesville, Florida. Mike from MW Tactical, you're in South Carolina. Columbia. Columbia, boom, there you go. Jeremy of Drop Zone Gunner, where are you? Are you in Florida?
2: Yeah, we're in Tampa, Florida, my man.
0: Tampa, boom. Yep, we got somebody from Tampa here that's not Babyface P. Oh no, how many <laughs> tattoos do you have, Jeremy? Just one. Oh, okay, I knew it. Somehow I knew it. All right, just one. <laughs> all right. We are live, and uh, like I just said, we have Jeremy of Drop Zone Gunner. He's here to introduce himself to all you guys, as well as we have Mike from Mw Tactical joining us. Um, and the show's brought to us all here by Walther. Shout out to the folks from Walther. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I got some like new Walther swag right there, built for life from Walther. So, shout out for Walther supporting the podcast and uh, you know, taking care of us here so that we could do and say whatever we got to. Um, Let's see, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna start here with Mike from MW Tactical. What's up with you, man? how you doing too much
1: i'm living the life living the dream and um i got some new swag myself
0: oh yeah what is it what is this on your uh, blazon blazon yes. i see there's yes. like an accent on it so how's it supposed to be pronounced
1: i guess it's pronounced blazon but oh. for me you know being from the area i'm from in life i just say just blazon oh no just blaze <laughs> the oh. dj oh okay all right. Yeah, and the same people. So this company right here um, is here in um, the Columbia area in Gaston, South Carolina.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And the guy that owns this company, he actually does jujitsu. So, oh, cool. and he also did this hat. So, oh, okay. I posted um, two hats that they did for me on um, on my Instagram and Facebook the other day. Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to check out the stuff that they're doing, if you go to Instagram and just put at we are blazing. Mm-hmm. you can see what they're about
0: very cool i'm digging the hat man i'm digging hey, the hat. very nice I'm, I'm,
1: i got um, these for you for 20 i got another one that has munitions weapons tactical with the velcro strap on the back for 25
0: okay cool how do people get these things you
1: got to email me on that one i okay. have no link for them
0: yet what's your email
1: info at
0: okay awesome there you go and uh jeremy welcome to the show my friend how are you today I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. Um, You know, thanks for joining us. We're gonna give you an opportunity here to uh, introduce the folks to the to your company. What's it's called? Drop Zone Gunner. Correct. Okay. So we're gonna get into that here in a second. Before I do all of that, I do I do want to remind everyone to smash the thumbs ups out there. Okay, we appreciate that. Ring the bell to be notified every time we go live. That's how you 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 know you get to be notified that the party is kicking into effect here. So, now, uh, there's a couple things I I need to remember to do here. Um, One of those things is that for a long time, Mr. Holster, I don't know if you folks out there know about Mr. Holster. He was always here in the chat. He has a YouTube channel. Um, He actually passed away, unfortunately, a couple days ago. Yeah, um, he had cancer. Very sad. I just realized that today, even though I think it happened like two days ago, I just... Like saw that on Facebook. So there is a GoFundMe to help out his family with the expenses, etc. If if you guys, it's in the description of this video. I did put it here in the chat. Um, Let me see if I could throw it up in the chat once again. So if you guys can, you know, um, go over there and donate some money on that GoFundMe to help out um, the family of Scott, Mr. Holster, we never got a chance to get him right here on the show, which is too bad. But he was always here in the chat, hanging out with folks, commenting, etc. It seemed like, you know, he did enjoy the show. So uh, rest in peace. Um, you know, it, it's tough, man. We're losing people. It's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old and recognizing it more. But it seems like, uh, you know, we're we're losing people out there. So um, there it goes. If anyone um, comes in and they need they they need to find out any info about. That GoFundMe for Mr. Holster or to help out Mrs. Holster, the, the rest of the family there. It's in the description. All right, so um, Daniel God is my judge says, RIP to the sunny slopes of yesterday. So there you go. Um, uh, and then Rodney Brady says, I avoid Tampa. I almost got robbed by two chicks I met. In Ybor City in 2005. <laughs> that, oh, you're not the only one. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm Obviously, Rodney Brady knows Tampa well.
2: <laughs> I'm not
0: commenting on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Isn't Tampa the strip club capital of America? There's a lot of them, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, they are. There are. Uh don't ask me how I know that. It's you know just purely Lord have mercy. <laughs> research, <laughs> research purposes out here. All right, Jeremy, to give us the rundown really quick here, who you are, um, what drop zone gunner is exactly. Okay, yeah. cool.
2: So drop zone gunner is basically a mud run obstacle course with firearms in the middle of it. Okay. Uh, the the firearms are all staged. We've got fantastic sponsors lined up this year. We've got uh, Daniel Defense, Diamondback, Head Down, Rock River, uh, local Tampa company Mutiny Arms, Nine Line Apparel, Hyperion Munitions is supplying the ammo for the whole event. Uh, it's it's pretty cool, man. There's really not anything else out there like it. It's a really fun, festive atmosphere. Uh, it's tough. Don't get me wrong, but. I'm really trying to build something different for the industry. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of events out there for competitive shooters. There's not a whole lot of events out there that are bigger and active and fun in nature that are literally made for anybody. Okay. And that's really where, that's where my passion is with this, right? Is I was running the, we started Grizzly Targets like eight years ago. Okay. Oh, okay. And I was, I was like, we gotta make a, we gotta make a splash here somehow, you know? And I went to some shooting competitions and stuff, and I was like, there's really not anybody here watching anything, you know, besides the people who are shooting. Uh, all the shooters are showing up with their own firearms already, so the sponsors aren't getting a whole lot of play when they're sponsoring these things. Everybody's mm-hmm. basically already all sponsored up and whatnot. And- And I was like, and it's it's not very active either, you know? So I just tried to come up with something that was different, something that was kind of mass market, separate us a little bit. And that's how kind of how that whole thing came about. You know, if everybody that's listening today, you can go to dropzonegunner.com for more information on all of this. We'll just do a quick plug here, right? Uh, It's 99 bucks to run it, includes everything. You don't have to bring anything with you. And if you just want to come and check it out, it's only 20 bucks to come and check it out. People say, well, why I pay $20 to come check it out? Because we got like 15 grand worth of rifles and pistols that we're raffling off on top of all of this over the course of two days, okay? So uh, I got a little bit of something in there for everybody. It's just, it's a fun event. It's made to be different. And you know, it's tough. Don't get me wrong. It is not easy at all putting on events like this. But uh, the the main thing is the people that participate, do they really like it? And they all do. So we just got to keep going with it. And... See where this thing leads in a little while.
0: Okay, so it looks like this event is taking place at Aries Firearms Training, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, which you know we we have uh, Trey from Aries Firearms here on from time to time. Trey's so, awesome. Yeah, he is. He's a good dude. Um, are you? I don't, I'm not sure. Are you going to be the first event going on there since they opened up? Um, uh, they've had. I probably might be the first bigger one going on mm-hmm. since they got reopened.
2: Um, okay. I think, you know, they've got some classes going on and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. yeah, it should be the first bigger one there. I, th- I think okay. since they've, since they've reopened. So, and I, and I just want to give a shout out right now to, to Trey and Julie, uh, who run Aries, they do a phenomenal job with that. Uh, it, it comes from the mindset of the person running the range mm-hmm. and Trey, Trey is, Trey is a fair guy. Um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't be happier with, with how everything's gone so
0: far. So. Yeah. I mean, we see them as family here. So, right. Um, we've, we've gone down there. We've done some events. I know Mike hasn't done that yet, but, um, okay. So, so this event, uh, what was the date again? Just give us the date one more time. It's March 14th and 15th.
4: 14th you pick one of
2: the two days, okay. show up. Like I said, you don't have to bring anything. Try to get there around seven, seven 30 at the latest. Mm-hmm. we're trying to kick off by nine. All right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, That's it, man. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a hell of a time. It's a lot of fun. It's a completely different crowd than Mm -hmm. what you're used to seeing uh, at at your traditional shooting events and whatnot. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's really different.
0: Okay. And so their prizes, what exactly? um, Yep. So I've got, uh,
2: I got rifles for the top five guys. Okay. Mm -hmm. Top five guys are all getting a rifle. Got a handful of guys that have come on uh, board as well, supporting sponsors Uh, Nine Nine Line Apparel is kicking us a bunch of the T-shirts again, so everybody that comes is going to get and the runs is going to get a T-shirt as well. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll probably have for five through ten for finishers. We'll have some cool prizes for them. It ain't going to be a
0: rifle, okay? Okay. Uh, But the top five people are getting a rifle. Top
2: five people are getting a rifle, and I got about you know probably around fifteen k worth of rifles and pistols, including your boys over there at Walther. They donated a pistol. Oh, cool. That we're raffling off over the course of two days too. So, do you know what
0: pistol? Do you know what pistol that is? Oh God, off the top of my head, Uh,
2: I can tell you right now it's on the site. I'd have to look at it though to to give you the specifics on it. Just checking
0: to see if it's like a Q5 match or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. uh, Shout out! Shout out to Cody over there. He's the one that set that up. Uh, He's
0: he's he's solid, man. Yeah. Shout out to Cody as well, and I believe uh, Vance. We had Vance on also. We've had cool. Cody on the Vince. show. We had Vince. 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 Sorry, Vince. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Cool. So there's rifles. What uh, what kind of rifles can people?
2: So the the top five that are uh, that are winning are to get. Like I said, all the firearms are staged, mm-hmm. right? And that's when when people when people hear this, they go, "Oh my god, it's an obstacle course mud run with a bunch mm-hmm. of guns," and it, it kind of freaks them out a lot, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, the way that I the way that we found a way to get a lot of people through that mm-hmm. is to make sure they're all staged, right? So mm-hmm. let me see here, just so I can get into the specifics, I'll bring it all up there. Yeah, how
0: are you gonna, um, I mean, I guess, well, there is a lot of mud over there. It can be made muddy over at Aries.
2: Oh, oh, it can be made muddy.
0: And there is a little bit of cow poop, but that's good for the skin.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, adds so to for, the flavor of so, the mud.
2: So for example, right? Uh-huh. You got stage one, okay? Rock okay. rivers, uh, Rock River is in stage one. They gave us their uh, the A4 pistol there, their nine millimeter pistol, okay. Carbine rifle thing there, right? Mm-hmm. So when you go up in there, imagine there's five benches. Mm-hmm. Each bench has that same identical item on it. Oh, okay. okay? And if you've got to hit that steel target over there, you know, let's say it's just for this one, it's eight times. If you got to hit that steel target down there, you only got eight rounds in the magazine.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: All right? Shoot until you're empty. It's ready to go. we got range officers at each one of them.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You pick it up, pop the safety, go to town, set it down, get back on the obstacle course. Go over obstacles, yada, yada, go through a few.
0: Stage two. Okay. Uh-oh. Did we... Um... Did we lose him here? Everyone looks frozen, or is that me?
2: Way that a we can okay. run a lot of people through it. Okay. B make it really safe, and mm-hmm. then C the sponsors are going to get a lot of good content and a lot of good feedback out of everybody that's there. Then, mm-hmm. you know, when 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 I was uh, when I was you know running the marketing with Grizzly when we first got going with that, I was getting hit up for a lot of events and stuff, and you know, a lot of it was kind of like. Yo, write us a really big check.
4: We'll mm-hmm. hang
2: up a couple of banners
4: mm-hmm.
2: and we'll put your logo on the site type thing. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way for sponsors to get more value out of an event. Because like I said, in your traditional shooting competition, everybody that's going there is already sponsored up for the most part. Right. right. So.
0: OK. Uh, so is you it going be... what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get it. It makes it more interactive, makes it more fun. Um, it, right. So is it only professional shooters that are showing up there, or anyone who who comes in? Is there? I think you said there was a twenty dollars entry fee, right?
2: No, twenty dollars if you just want to watch. It's ninety nine dollars to run the course. Oh, okay, okay. 99 includes includes the your ammo, includes everything. The last okay. one we did, I would say maybe ten percent of them were competitive shooters, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know, we get a lot okay. of military, a lot of law enforcement, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of uh, CrossFit guys. Mm-hmm. a lot of ocr obstacle course racing guys mm-hmm. and then it's the other 50 percent. it's just like guys and and i would say at the last one the ratio was probably 35 65 guys to girls
0: okay. okay okay
2: and i would say but 50 percent of the whole group in total is just people that are like this is awesome
4: mm-hmm.
2: i want to go do this and from the looks of it anybody is able to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell you how many people are like, God, I've always wanted an event like this, right? Mm-hmm. So again, that's that's what I made this for, okay. is we have a very significant portion of the firearms market that mm-hmm. doesn't have a whole lot to go do
4: mm-hmm.
2: in terms of going out and sh- uh, shooting in terms of bigger competitive type things, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make it for something like that. And then keep in mind too with the last one we, that we just did, I I don't know how many, but it was a nice chunk. We'll just say five, maybe 10% of the people that showed up, they never shot a gun before. Mm -hmm. And they were like, God, I was really scared of them beforehand, but I'm not anymore. Mm -hmm. For me, that is a really, really important aspect of this. Okay. is because uh, none of us are fans of what's going on with guns in general in the media and things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And you've got to put things together out there that have a brand that that will bring people in. Right. Like it's at some point, you've got to start making an effort to create things that will bring in those people yes. and, and actually show them. You know what I mean? So that's and that's what this is. It's a festive environment. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of different types of people. Mm-hmm. Top five finishers. Yeah, get a rifle, but it's it's just meant to be fun. You know, this isn't an event where it's meant to be like, let's see who's the baddest SLB on the planet. You know, no holds barred. I tell everybody, like, listen, listen. Do not hurt yourself out here going Mm -hmm. over. There's nothing here worth hurting yourself over. Okay. Have a good time. Meet a lot of cool people. It's an experience you're never going to forget. Okay. Awesome. And and that's what I'm trying to do with it. Right. The the mission is bigger than just the event. Mm -hmm. The mission is about providing something for the firearms community that we can scale out nationally that will bring in a lot of different types of people. Mm hmm. And okay. start widening that pool instead of constantly playing retreat and defense, you know, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see where you're going with it. It sounds like it sounds like a, a, a fun event. Um, let me see. I, so, Mike, I know this is kind of your wheelhouse. You're you're a competitive shooter yeah. type of guy. I don't know if you have any questions here.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of questions okay, in regards awesome. to it. So, um. By joining this or signing up to do this competition, is it one of those you start off in a group and it's ongoing or is it stage by stage?
2: So it's, it's, it's ongoing, right? And that was kind of, uh, that was a tricky part to figure out. Most of the things that you go to, it's kind of, okay, we're going to go over here. Our group's going to run through it. then we're going to go over here to this. And then our group will run through that and look at the scores and all that. You run five at a time, you're scored individually. But when you go, you go. And that was why we had to do five shooting stations at each stage because the last thing you want when you're getting timed, you know, there's like if there's one bench and there's a line of two guys in front of you, they can't get out of their own way to save their lives. And you're like, well, my time's a ticket. Right. So so that's kind of uh, the mindset of how we did it and how we can push a lot of people through, you know, because events are expensive to put to pull off.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: this is this is an expensive event to put together. So if you can't push a lot of people through, you know, I'm, I think it's cool and I got a big mission, but it would be nice to make a couple of bucks eventually with these. Right. So.
0: Right. Um, so Special K says uh, he just followed Drop Zone Gunner on IG. Um, cool. Is there, yeah, I'm, I'll pull that up for folks while you guys are talking about this. Is there anywhere else that people can go uh, to follow you or find out go more about c-
2: this? Yeah, go go to the event page on the Facebook page. Okay. Go to the Facebook page of uh, Facebook.com backslash drop zone gunner. You'll see the event there. Mm-hmm. Uh if if you if you want to just, you know, show you're interested or whatever, that's great. But like the page, like the Instagram page. Um, you know, and I think what we'll probably do for your listeners here too, once I get off of here, is we'll make some kind of a little coupon code for you or something. We'll do uh Strange ten for ten percent off. Okay. If you want to buy a ticket for it or something like that, you know. Okay. Maybe we can do a couple of giveaways once we get done when you get to the reposting on social or something like that too. So hey,
1: what date is this um taking place?
2: It's March 14th and 15th.
1: March 14th and 15th. All right. Yeah. So um is it a two-day event or say like if I was to sign up for it, is it just a, a one day run for me or is it correct? Right place?
2: Correct. So you just so the last couple of them I've done, I've put them on just one day in order to get this thing to the point where it's financially feasible and I can actually do something with it. It's got to be hosted for two days because your overhead doesn't double just because you're going from one day to another. But your ticket sales double. Right. So in order for me to get my margins where they really need to be for it to, to be a, le- a legitimate thing that I can scale out and you know go places with. I've got to be able to put it on for at least two days. We're going to try to do, if anybody out here uh, is listening, is involved in media in some capacity, uh, firearms industry, fitness industry, whatever industry, and you want to kind of check it out, we're going to try to do on the second half of Friday, kind of like a media run day. Okay. Okay. So if anybody out there hears that, kind of keep that in mind. And keep in mind, too, guys, my email is info at dropzonegunner.com, or you can just message me on the Facebook page and stuff to reach out. Uh, if you got questions, uh, everybody always has a lot of questions with this. It's it's a new event. Uh, okay. Educating the marketplace is always one of your toughest things when you're bringing something new to the market.
4: So, yeah.
1: All right. So now, what about if um, signing up for this event? It's a two-day yeah. event, but I come on Saturday, but I have to leave. And if I was in the top five by me not being so, there, do I get waved over or?
2: No, no, no. So basically, we tally up all the scores at the end of the day. Uh, what we did for the last one, uh, because some some of the people just weren't there at the end. Some people do with the prize tables. If you ain't there, you're not getting your prize. If somebody can't make it, legitimately make it for day two, and they ran in day one, uh, you know, I have no problem just reaching out to them via email. Hey, man, you you, you want it. Here's the contact. Go take care of your FFL and stuff and do your thing. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
0: uh, Lola's throwing up stuff there, I did uh, I did go to the uh, Facebook, and while you guys are on Facebook checking it out, you need to go to HankStrange.com, we got our Facebook deleted, so it's all, it's uh, Hank with the capital H, uh, HankStrange.com, all spelled out, that's the new um, .com there, and then also go to Drop Zone Gunner. And uh, and smash the likes right there. Uh, in terms of um, Instagram, how do I? F- what's the uh, what's the name of it on Instagram? Drop Zone, Drop Zone team. Drop Zone team. Okay.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'm about to hit that one up too.
0: Okay, cool. And so I'm going here so I can show you guys that, and I'm following them so you you guys can go through there. And uh, follow these guys as well to find out more stuff about it. Okay, so you so you're saying um, are you the owner of Grizzly Targets? Okay,
2: no. Oh, Grizzly. No. No. Oh, okay. So we started it about eight years ago and, uh, you know, anytime you're trying to build a company, it's very tough. Right. Mm -hmm. And And I don't think a lot of people realize how tough it is. But Grizzly had a few ups and downs and whatnot. And then I actually got the opportunity to get a hold of it. And I got partnered up with a fantastic partner. Uh, his name's Brooks Brooks Watkins. Okay. He's a sole owner of it now. Mm-hmm. And we got everything tightened up with it. And they're doing fantastic right now. You know, if anybody has anything Steel Target needs, I don't know if you have a sponsor on the
0: show or yet. Or oh, I don't. Yet, I mean, but... I, I, I have a range and I need some steel. So I don't know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, no, Grizz, Grizz, yeah. Grizzly yeah, is a phenomenal like company. Uh, We've uh-huh. put a
2: lot of time and effort. Uh, over the years into developing some good target systems and things yeah. like that, uh, they're 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 a great company. You know, I highly suggest it's just GrizzlyTargets.com. Go over there;
0: mm-hmm.
2: website looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a good company, and they're right here in Tampa. So
0: okay, yeah, I'll check that out, man. Um, okay, we do have some questions. Uh, Special K wants awesome. to know: Is everyone going to be on the same level, or, or will there be a beginner and pro level stages? And I'm sure Mike has some other questions.
2: Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people want me to split it up into classes and stuff like that and groups and the the event just simply isn't there yet Mm -hmm. where we can get into those kind of logistics of things. Um, And I'm not sure I want to go there with it either. I like I kind of like the idea of everybody just, you know, this is what it is. Right.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. If you if you're not the greatest, that's cool. You know, because, again, it's not. So much. Where am I placing in this thing? It's about showing up and having a really good time, right? Okay. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. maybe down, maybe down the road, that's something we could explore or do some special events or something mm-hmm. like that. I've got, I've got a couple of them for next year that we're going to try to get off the ground that are, are going to be pretty legit. I don't want to say anything about it right now, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, it that that's tough because you're adding a lot of logistical work to it then. You're sectioning things off, and to a certain extent, I just like the idea of like everybody runs together, guys, girls. Mm-hmm. You're a great shot. Maybe you're in horrible shape. Yeah. You know.
0: I, I wouldn't you're- let I wouldn't let that uh, intimidate me if I, if if you guys are out there, you know. Um, no. Yeah, I wouldn't. You know, I definitely wouldn't let that intimidate you. That they might, you know, some badass shooter like Mike might show up there. You know, it's easy what you do. You just trip yeah. him when he's walking around. You trip him. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, no, hey, no complaints, but I'm not bad.
0: <laughs>
1: and
2: that's kind of the cool thing about the event, too, you know, is that you do run in waves of five. Uh-huh. So if you got four buddies that want to sign up with you, or okay. let's say it's like it's you, your girl, one of her girlfriends, and then two of your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're getting timed individually, but, you know, maybe you're not just maybe you're not hellbent on just finishing the thing. So you could actually help them over some obstacles and have some fun with it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a it's got that cool team building element to it as well. So,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah, um, how far is the course from beginning to end mile range?
2: It's going to be probably I'd say right around a half a mile, you know, half a mile, maybe two thirds. It's not a super long course. Uh, it's, it's not a 5k, you know, um, it's meant to be, it's meant to kind of be like when you go to Busch gardens, right? Or Disney or whatever, you've got the roller coaster in the middle, and mm-hmm. then you've got a bunch of cool little things on the sides to kind of do type thing, mm-hmm. you know? So that's kind of what I'm trying to do with it. And I didn't want something that was going to be, Hey, I have to put it on it ranges. Okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they have access to a ton of land, way out there and whatnot but a lot of times when they have access to that land it's actually behind the berms mm-hmm. and stuff and we really try to avoid things like that right so you know half a mile two-thirds of a mile even a full mile that's a good race for somebody you know that's gonna it's, it's gonna wear you out but it's mm-hmm. not you know to the point where you're worn out in the first 10 minutes and now you're walking for the last you know two hours to get through the finish line right okay so
1: are you carrying you carrying your own equipment and ammo i'm taking it
0: Nope. Nobody's running with any guns. Oh, wow. All the guns are staged. Yeah, station to station. Guns and the ammo is there. That's what the 99 bucks covers, right? And then those are the guns that are being given away to the top five people, basically, right? Correct. Yes, correct. Okay.
4: Correct.
1: So now, is it more like um, the endurance of push-ups, pull-ups, trekking through mud, low crawling on the barbed wire, swimming, all that
2: yeah. So we've got, we've got all that right. Um, wooden walls that you got to scale when we built all the obstacles for this two years ago, the way that I did it is think of like basically steel towers, almost that are about 13 to 14, 15 feet tall, uh, triangles. Right. And the way that I made it was that they're all interchangeable. So you can do logs up one side and then logs down the other, you can do a net up and then logs down. Rope up and net down, net and net up one side, down the other. There's a lot; they're all interchangeable. But those are kind of like our signature obstacles for it.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: I gotta tell you, man, we got you know we got nine of them, and then you throw all those walls in, and then you push people down into the mud, and then so so here's the thing: in terms of scoring for the event, uh, for the shooting element of it, every miss is 30 second penalty, okay. which is high. Okay, that's very high mm-hmm. for. Uh, competitive shooting and whatnot. The shooting isn't the shooting is made to be kept fairly simple though. Okay. So that's why that penalty is high. If you can't do an obstacle, basically we just do what they do in all their obstacle course uh, circuits, which is we just punish you physically.
4: Mm -hmm. You know, we
2: might make you run at that obstacle with some sandbags back and forth a little bit, and that's going to wear out your time and it's going (laughs) to wear you out physically a little bit, but everybody can do the punishment stuff. Right. So again, if you're not a great shot and you're like, man, I'm not, that's fine. Because the guns are waiting for you. You have a range officer waiting for you right there if you need them. Okay. And if you're like, man, I don't know, I'm not in the greatest shape. Well, if you can't do a couple of the obstacles, well, you might just have to do some of that other basic stuff. But at least you can keep going through it. You know? Yeah. If you're big enough, anyone.
0: if you're big enough, you could just knock the whole thing down, man. Just
2: yeah. I mean, walk over possibly. They're they're pretty heavy. Yeah. <laughs> they're um, solid steel, right? So.
0: Yeah, I know. I know um yeah special K says need an event with guys who have some tactical fat hey this is to help you burn some of that tactical fat (laughs) that's the thing uh schmitz and giggles says uh i just threw uh mw tactical under the bus win by default yep that's my plan i cheat (laughs) Uh, if i I was involved in it i would cheat that's my that's always my go-to plan uh but it does sound like a fun um event um, and Len Holtz says, yeah, the bottom five could be in the running, too. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's how it works. But so, there's so, a so raffle. You guys have a raffle going on, though, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. So the, r- the raffle is there, you know, because, again, when you have in typical shooting competitions, there's really not a whole lot to mm-hmm. keep everybody else interested, right? Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to build out the festival aspect of it with this one. We're doing a pretty decent job with it. Uh, I've got some guys that are going to be... Teaching, doing some self-defense stuff, things like that. Uh, the guys from Hyperion are going to be bringing a lot of their equipment and stuff to mm-hmm. the event, and showing you guys how they how they make ammo, how to make ammo, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to bring, trying to trying to make it so that if you're not running, you've still got a lot of cool stuff to do. I believe that Daniel Defense is bringing their new bolt action rifle that they just came out with so you can go out back and test that out Mm -hmm. you know play around with that a little bit uh we'll have another little demo area to one of the other sides where Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people can check out some of the other stuff from the manufacturers and things like that you got to give people something to do when they're not competing if you want to build something that's mass market right when when we talk in our industry, and I know this from both sides, I know from people pitching me on events, and I know from, obviously, from me pitching people on events, mm-hmm. number one thing everybody says is, well, how many people are going to be, how many people are competing, right? Mm-hmm. And that's our standard, that's our gold standard that we go on. And I never thought that that made a lot of sense, I mean, due, due to the way things kind of are, but I always said, you go to a basketball game, there's 10 people competing, 22 if you take both whole teams into account.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And there's twenty thousand people in the stands, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Same thing with football. Same thing with a lot of things, right? So, how do we build something where people will actually want to be there to watch it,
4: mm-hmm.
2: right? And that's that's kind of where my my goal is with this is, you know, create something that's fun, that's interactive, that that you you're gonna go and shoot it, and you're gonna go have fun, but you you want to bring the fam with you because they're gonna have some cool stuff to do too, and it's a unique mm-hmm. experience type thing. So. Yeah.
0: And um, and knowing Aries as I do, I'm sure there'll be uh, food trucks and stuff like that out there. Yep. On the ranch, right? yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Uh, Flying Rich wants to know if I'm going to compete. I'm not even sure I'm going to be there. I'm definitely starting out here helping, helping Jeremy promote it. Uh, I don't even know what my schedule is going to be or whether or not I'm going to be there. But like I said, if I was competing, I would just cheat and carpet bomb all <laughs> you guys and then just take all the guns and go home anyway so but flying rich you could definitely go uh jeremy are people allowed to compete in flip-flops out there uh no, you have to have these sneakers on. Yeah. Oh, flying rich won't be able to do it then. He
2: <laughs> he only goes to the range in
0: flip flops. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's any other questions. I don't know if you have any. Shout out to is your six covered? See him out there. Um, shout out to Clover Tack that was out there earlier. Um, I don't know if they, oh uh, David Cardinal. He says uh, he's home from the hospital. If there's anyone who I'm missing, just let me know, and I'll definitely give you guys shout-outs. Mike, you have any other questions here?
1: Um, the rifles are they scope or iron sight?
0: Uh, they're they're mostly going to be all iron sights.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I'm t- I'm talking with a couple companies right now. Uh, we'll see where that goes. But either way, kind of the cool thing about this is that everybody's on an even playing field, anyways.
4: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Right. So, and that's something that some of the guys really like. Again, you, 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 I did get you know uh, some feedback from the pro shooting crowd when we first started when I first started rolling this out. It's basically, you know, well, if I can't bring my three thousand dollar rifle with eighty seven thousand dollars worth of gadgets on it, then I don't want to play. Right. Okay. More fun
0: for everyone else then.
2: Well, that's what I said. You know, I'm like, that's cool, man. You got a lot of stuff to choose from out there, but I just had a, I had a feeling that there was a space in the market. Even for the pro shooters, they're like, okay, so that's cool. So it's cool. It's different. As far as the firearms go, I get to go shoot all these different things mm-hmm. that I've heard about. Maybe i never even got a chance to shoot them before.
0: Yeah. How far are your, How far out are your targets?
2: So uh pistol's got to be 25 yards. Rifle's got to mm-hmm. be at least 100 because mm-hmm. we're shooting steel, right? Mm-hmm. And that's industry standards as far as that. So mm-hmm. we'll keep it right around there.
0: Okay. Alright, that's not I mean iron sights. That's not bad. You know, yeah, that's not that. bad. No. Guards, that ain't, that ain't no. Yeah, you can do that with yeah, iron sights. if you're
1: breathing sight, heavy, that's, that's yeah, well. be a possible <laughs> shot.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. that is the kicker
2: right there, okay? And I've kept it really simple, but I gotta tell you when you start going through this and you're getting worn out. So you're it,
0: shooting you're shooting from standing prone the bench. What's happening there?
2: Uh most most of it's bench. Okay. I think we'll probably have at least one prone station. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a, a a little bit of a combo at mm-hmm. one of the stations. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't like to get into that too much, but uh, I think we found a way that we could actually do that and and keep the movement minimum, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to a to a large extent, you know, it's 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 bench shooting. Uh, the the ROS are there waiting for you. I, I color code everybody when they run too, in order to keep things a little more streamlined. So. And let's say in stage one, you got five benches. There's Rock Rivers, uh, those nine millimeter uh, pistol rifles there. One, two, three, four, five. ROs are right there. And then let's say that you're, you know, runner 79 and you're colored orange. Well, mm-hmm. the be- each one of the benches has one of those five colors. And the reason I did that was to just help clarify where people are supposed to go. And then the ROs, because orange over here. I want people running into each other, and mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it, it's just to kind of help clarify things. Now, if you do, for whatever reason, find yourself getting doubled up, there is never a scenario where all five benches are taken at the same time. It just it doesn't happen. I stagger everybody out far enough to prevent that. Okay, uh, you know what I'm
0: saying. So, okay, um, sounds sounds good. Johnny Kamikaze had a question, which I think you answered uh, before. Well, you answered it already, but we'll, we'll try to get to it again. Yeah. What are the guns and what are the shooting stations like and what uh, kind of guns can you win?
2: Okay, so we're just going to literally read them off here, all right? Mm-hmm. Stage one, Rock River Arms, 7-inch A4 pistol, all right? Stage mm-hmm. two, we are looking at Diamondbacks, uh, DP, PPF PPFB 4 pistol, okay? okay? Stage three, Head Down Firearms, HD-15 patrol rifle. Stage five, the guys from Mutiny arms came in with their nine millimeter carbine.
4: Mm-hmm. And then,
2: uh, or I'm sorry, stage four. And then stage five is the Daniel defense rifle. The, mm-hmm. uh, the MV V seven. I can't keep all this stuff straight. So right. I literally have to just re- read it all off, you know, k- yeah. k- keep in mind too, you know, th- this is not easy. Like I said, to put these things together, <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
2: there's, there is a lot going on, you know? So, uh, to a certain extent, uh, you know, when, when, when I'm when I'm trying to do this, as long as I've got a good mix and it works,
4: mm-hmm.
2: like, I'm thrilled. I mean, I, I can't explain to you how happy I am that these sponsors have stepped up. They have faith in me. Um, a nice handful of them are very interested in possibly taking this to their hometowns. Next year, that was the original plan I had for scaling out. And that, you know, I want to be able to go and put these on in their hometowns because... I think that would be a really cool like homecoming feel for it mm-hmm. as well. And just kind of add to that whole festive nature and help them in the promotional aspect of it as well. Right. So, uh, I'm, I'm really grateful that everybody has stepped up, that everybody supported me to the point that they have. Um, but as far as far when, especially right now, when you're a month out for a monster event like that, like it's just, it's balls to the wall, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is balls to the wall. It's, it's little sleep. It's, it's scrambling. Things happen even when you got help, right? People are like, oh, we need more help. Well, then you're managing people that are helping you. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, humans can be difficult sometimes, as shocking as that may seem, right? So when you're when you're at this stage of the game right now, I mean, it's, it's all out, let's go, let's get the rest of these things sold out, let's get everything there, and then let's do our best to get, due to the fact that this is a different type of an event, let's do our best to get some different mainstream press coverage on this mm-hmm. thing. Right. So.
0: Yeah. So uh, there's still some questions. Opt out of gun control says, did he just say Rock River? Did you say Rock River? Yeah, correct. Rock, Rock River Arms. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, big shout out
2: to Chuck, uh, to Chuck and Sarah. They're okay. awesome. Uh, yeah. Chuck's a big CrossFit guy. He's pretty okay. excited about this.
0: OK, I'm sure there's going to be some protests there from some people, but we'll we'll hear what they have to say.
2: You know, I'm yeah. not I'm not sure if I'm quite big enough. To start getting the protesters, but oh. when you start getting protesters, I think that's well, I'm a really not, good sign. Well, you know? I'm not. No, I'm not talking <laughs>
0: about uh, anti-gun peoples. I think oh, okay, some, some gun people have some issues. I think with Rock River. Okay. Um,
2: Here, so here's the thing mm-hmm. that I learned a long, long time ago. When you're trying to do anything like this, you're never going to make any but everybody happy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and to a certain extent. You know, I, I get messages that are like, "Oh, well, I I would be there if it wasn't for that uh, company, or I'd be there, but I heard this guy's going to be there, and I don't like him, and all that." And you just kind of do the best you can with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there there's always a lot of people that have a lot of opinions on things. There's always two sides to every story. There's things that I'm not even aware of. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this is what we got going on. Yeah. See you next year, I guess. I don't know. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I understand that. Uh, Special K wants to know, is this event only going to be held in Florida? Um, You're not doing it just this one time, right?
2: No. So this is the third one that we're putting on. Mm -hmm. And the goal is to create, you know, start perfecting the tour model after we're done with this. Uh, Like I said, I've got a decent amount of interest from one side of the country to the other. Um, mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, everybody's always interested, right? Now, whether you know you can pull it off or not is a whole other story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first things first, let's get through this one, make sure it runs smooth,
4: mm-hmm.
2: make sure everybody has a great time. As long as you do those two things, everything tends to take care of itself, right? And and this is a long term play for me. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't something I want to just do it, and say that I did it, and cool. You know, let's go to the next thing. I mean, I think everybody needs a signature event. This is my marketing company's signature event. I like okay. to do wild and crazy shit. Mm-hmm. This fits in perfectly with what we like,
0: right? So, yeah. understood. I, Go I ahead. see
1: this like um, CrossFit because CrossFit competition started out pretty much the same way. And look at how it advanced to where it is today. And it's on, Correct. A, on an international platform right now.
2: Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. And you, ne- you never know where things are going to lead, you know, and you, you want to have a long term strategy for things. Because you have to understand how to grow and what's important in order to grow. But at the same time, you've got to stay grounded in the moment enough, you know, to to make sure that you're taking care of what's right in front of you. And that's one of the things that I've kind of learned over the years is that, you know, it's, it's great to have these big ideas and it's great to have this vision and all that. But you've really got to make sure you're taking the de- take, uh, taking care of the details of where you're at as well, because not doing that will ultimately affect your ability to get there. And it's kind of just that right brain versus left brain Struggle that we all always have, you know, and the, the creativity versus the practicality type mm-hmm. thing. So
1: Yeah, well, one thing we got to do within the, the shooting sport community is Figure out a way to make it entertaining for people to sit there and watch it because if you're not really into it After watching five people shoot it's pretty much the same thing over the- know, from, <laughs> some, from a spectator's point that doesn't understand the shooting realm. It, it, it
2: is, and you know, we can do a few things for that. You're you're never going to be able to create something that, like you know a lot of people, like, I got a lot of friends that don't like to watch basketball. And they're like, how do you watch these guys go back and forth on the court? Each guy, how, how can you score 100 points and you still lose, right? They just don't get it, right? That's just not for them.
4: Mm-hmm. So,
2: but there's definitely things we can do to make things more spectator-friendly within the event circuit in the industry, um, you know, I'm, I'm honestly pretty slammed right now. But if anybody listening, my my marketing company is Startup Street, and this is—I think this summer is going to be year 19 since I've taken a paycheck from anybody. Okay, so I've been at all this stuff for a long, long time. So if if you're out there and you're you're trying to do events and stuff, and you're like, cool, well, this guy's got some cool ideas. Like, just shoot me a message. I've I always say. Like with the shop here, if you've got enough uh, ambition to come walk in and say, hey, man, I got an idea, or this is what I'm trying to do, or I'm already doing something, but it's not working, I've got time for you. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everybody's feel uh, feel free to reach out if you ever want to kick it or pick my brain on something or, or whatnot. I mean, it's, it's what I do, right? So, and I'm here to help.
4: Yeah.
1: I, I know Go an ahead. awesome company that'll make shirts and hats for your next event.
0: <laughs> gotcha, man. Bring, oh, boy. Bring, wow, hey, wow. listen, bring bring
2: him to this one, man. To get the, get him on the table yeah. there, you know?
0: On hey. top of his game. Uh, a couple of things here. Is your six covered? Says, just make sure people are not waiting around and well organized. And yep. Gene Simmons says, are there any waivers for safety issues, injuries, or legal stuff?
2: Oh, boy, you better believe it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't, you you can't have an event like this without all that, right?
0: So,
1: yeah, I was going to say the magnitude of this event with all the moving around and ammo, Mm -hmm. you best believe you are going to sign a waiver of some such.
2: Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got to do all that stuff. Uh, We got medics on site. Uh, They're well-prepared as far as routes and uh, local authorities are notified that this is what we have going on. Uh, There's a safety brief at the beginning of the morning. There's another one in the afternoon. Uh, I've I've gone uh, done my due diligence to make sure that we've we've got our you know all all of uh, of our t's crossed and our eyes dotted in terms of making sure all these things are taken care of. So
0: yeah, um, David Cardinal is asking what Rock River did to upset people. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we really want to get into adjudicating all of that right now. I think we've done it. <laughs> we've done it in the past. Uh, maybe the folks in the chat can explain uh, some of that. I would be happy to have the people from Rock River Arms or Springfield uh, come on the show, talk about things with folks. Because I think one of the number one things here in the community that people should do is actually talk to the community and at least uh, get your grievances out. Are the, are the folks from Rock River going to be at the event or you just have the guns? You know, that's when,
2: when you've got sponsors, you always want them to come to the event. Mm-hmm. right? You want them to come to the event. You want them to make the most of it and you want them to get some sales this is a good event for point of sale you know point of sale Mm -hmm. opportunity due Mm -hmm. to the fact that nobody's showing up with anything and these are completely new markets right so Mm -hmm. that being said though i never expect any sponsor to do that It's, Mm -hmm. it's not a requirement right i mean so the sponsors that show up show up and the ones that don't Don't. But as far Mm -hmm. as me saying, yes, this one will be here and that one won't, yada, yada and all that. Mm -hmm. I I don't even want to go there because now I'm I'm speaking for what they've got going on.
4: Right. Absolutely. You know,
2: stuff happens in business and things change and you got to, you know, you got to juggle and shift and all that. And I mean, shit, I get it. You know what I mean? So.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know, Mike, did you have any other questions here?
1: No, nothing right now.
0: What I was, first of all, I want to remind everyone watching us to smash the thumbs ups. That's the first thing. Second thing. Okay. So it seems like um, you've got a, a marketing company here, right? That's what you're doing now? Correct. You're marketing? Yeah. Okay. And this yep. is the first event that you're doing. What kind of marketing are you doing for this event?
2: This. So this is the third event.
0: This is the third event. We're oh, this okay. is the third
2: one. Yep. This is the okay. third one. So, uh, you know, the marketing, I'm really good with the Facebook and Instagram thing. Okay. And uh, they told me to get lost in terms of the paid ads a little while ago. Um, Uh, They they changed the terms of service to for a long for a long time it was, uh, you know, if if you you cannot sell firearms, explosives, knives, you know, weapons, you Mm -hmm. can't sell it through paid advertising. Mm -hmm. Now it's you can't sell it or promote the use of. Mm -hmm. So they added the promote the use of thing. So. Mm Uh, so we've kind of had to just, you know, go old school with the marketing type thing. I'm getting all the flyers out to all the local gun shops, all the gyms, all that kind of stuff, shaking hands. Let's get out there. Let's make it happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: if you go to the website, you'll see the, the Drop Zone team. I've got great brand ambassadors on there that are out there getting people signed up and things like that. Um, obviously, podcasts like this are helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's kind of just your your typical PR slash leverage marketing blitz.
0: Yeah, guerrilla marketing um, kind of stuff. You got it. Along those lines, Flying Rich wants to know if there's any video out there of the prior events.
2: Oh, yeah. No, there definitely is. Uh, If you just go to YouTube and search for Drop Zone Gunner, you'll see a ton of them. On the website, uh, we have two videos on the homepage of the website. One is a 60-second trailer, which is pretty tight. And the other one is kind of like a behind-the-scenes, what's-up day of five to six minute little Mm -hmm. short film. Mm -hmm. I I like to do a lot of those. And I do a lot of those for other clients. um, And I do a lot of them for myself. Basically have the cameraman follow me around or whoever around for the whole day Mm -hmm. and create those cool seven to 12 minute vlogs that really showcase what it is you're all about. Um, The one for drop zone actually just got picked up by carbon TV. I don't know if you guys are familiar with carbon TV or not, Yeah. yeah, if you Mm -hmm. go there and you search for drop zone gunner, We've got three episodes on there. One is from the event last year. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: One is from me. And basically the whole concept of all this is like, I'm a guy, I'm trying to build this thing. I work with a lot of companies and I'm all about networking and collaboration, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, we've got another one where I'm at Florida Firearms Academy here in Tampa. Got a handful of guys there, the guys from Newton Arms were there. Um, Give a shout out to my boy Chris from Oil. A lot of your listeners are gonna know uh, Oil, I'm sure. They're a fantastic company, Florida-based company. Uh, so that event was really cool. That's like, I think that's like five, six minutes. What was that event? like, and then we got another one where uh, I got two sponsored shooters that I work with, Eric Leopold and Ray Churnside. I'm sure. Some mm-hmm. of your listeners are going to know those two. Mm-hmm. Shout out to those guys. We got the startup street logo on the Jersey. I'm really happy about that. Um, we, they got sponsored up by special ops tactical based over towards Orlando. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we kind of filmed us going out there, grabbed the rifles, Cool. Then we got rained out, so it's kind of a two-part thing. Then we went to the range down in Manatee, uh, Manatee Gun and Archery. Uh, they have a really good local three-gun How'd gun you match get, so how'd you get out. rained
0: out from shooting? <laughs>
2: I got cameras and shit. I gotta bring with me,
0: man. Yeah. You safety know, safety so. it, that's what uh, shopping, that's what shopping bags are for, man. <laughs>
1: it's, it's a little bit more with safety, also. You know.
0: Umbrellas, get umbrellas. <laughs> you know, so it's Florida. Did. You should have dive uh, dive video equipment, right? You just put the cameras.
2: I'm 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 open to it, man. And I gotta tell you, in the summer, it's tough. Know. You know, it's tough, and and so we, we had to do it again, and then that one got rained out. And then the next one got rained out, and then we Mm -hmm. finally got a chance to do it. That one is, I believe that that one is on carbontv.com. That one is freaking super cool, man. I mean, that is like we're going, we're talking with Garrett over at Special Ops Tactical. Mm -hmm. Eric gets the rifle. It's cool. Awesome. Everybody's happy. And then it cuts, and then we're, boom, we're at the range. Okay. At that three-gun event. And I mean, you know, when, when we're doing the editing with all these things, too, it's kind of a different feel for it. It's very behind the scenes, a lot of music, a lot of behind the scenes stuff, a couple Mm -hmm. of product placement, shout outs and stuff like that. But it's really more to showcase what it's like for all these guys, sometimes me living that life. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's meant to be raw. I want it raw.
0: Okay. So um, along the lines of marketing, since we have you here, um, obviously a big part of marketing today um, in any space, whether you're doing cars you know, whatever, whatever it is that's your thing um, that you want to market, right? Which pretty much that's everything in the world—makeup, etc. Uh, in the gun world, since this is your area of expertise, I would like to know what do you think about the changing landscape on social media? The whole, you know, obviously, um, I, I think you've you've had radio and you've had magazines and stuff like that, but I think the most dominant one is social media. things like like youtube um on what do you think about the changing landscape out there right now are you paying attention to that so kind of the really cool thing that's going on is that as
2: long as as long as competition can exist okay Mm -hmm. when one thing gets shot down other things spring up and that's why you see like carbon tv uh full 30 i think is it full 30 i think it's called as another uh, online channel that
0: yeah, there's Full Thirty, there's Gunstreamer.
2: Yeah, so yeah. you know Full Thirty is
0: kind of like a zombie right now, but it's out there. So. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah.
2: and it's the, don't get me wrong, it's tough to create those because mm-hmm. while everybody wants a good place for that safe content, everybody else they know is still on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and whatnot. So getting them off of there to build something else is really tough. But as long as competition exists, you always have other things that pop up. But in, ter- in terms of what's actually going on right now
4: mm-hmm.
2: I mean it's not it's 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 obviously not good at all and how far are they willing to go I mean I'm sure we, we know where they all want to go
4: mm-hmm.
2: right they all want all of it taken and all of it's done
4: mm-hmm. you know
2: and you know and so we end up in some kind of odd uh, what is that movie there remember that remember the movie demolition man
4: mm-hmm Mm-hmm. where
2: you're just the guy's walking down the street and he's the little curses and the ticket just pops out you've been fined
0: yeah, yeah it's you one know? of the yeah it's like a dystopian nightmare correct because that's
2: what i always say people are like oh facebook jail and now facebook jails kind of reached this thing where it's almost funny right and i'm like wait till they own your phones and they mm-hmm. own the internet provider as well yeah. And it's no longer I, I just kicked ne- off Facebook.
0: Right, right. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I don't think I would ever run a, a Facebook phone. Or actually a phone from any from any of those places. I'm not happy about running an iPhone. But um, I right. definitely I definitely do think it's getting worse. Like for so for example, our Facebook page got deleted. That's been about yep. three weeks. We still haven't been able to get it back. We started a new one. Um, I know I was talking to Todd from Elfster's Rifles and Reloading. He just got his page deleted. I think for like the third time in the last three months.
2: <laughs> it's such yeah. it's such absolute. I mean, yeah. You know, it's it, it's just it's it's absolute gar- I don't know how much we're allowed to curse on here. Or whatnot, you could curse you know if you, I mean? if you but, need to.
0: Yeah, yeah. You okay, so curse.
2: it's just it's just one of those things where it's like, and so here's the thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I wouldn't buy that. Well, the name of the game with all the really big uh, corporations is always to just regulate the competition out of existence, right? Mm -hmm. So down down the road, you might not have a choice then. Right. You know, look at how many auto manufacturers we have now. You used to have a ton of them. You used to have a lot of choices and a lot of different things, and it's just – it's all getting kind of narrowed right. in in those really key areas, right? right,
0: so. Well, I'm saying I won't buy into it because obviously I'm the person that they that they want to get rid of, right? Right. And us, as, as uh, what we believe in here, as people who believe in the Second Amendment, freedom, yep. the Constitution, etc., we're the enemy for them, so why would I buy into that and, and promote those people, right? Right. It's just, so for example, like PayPal banned me for life just because I'm a gun guy.
2: Me too, my man, I'm in that yeah. club. And yeah. then you know what they did? They, so they I – t- I talked to them. Oh, I was so freaking pissed about this. I talked to them about Drop Zone. And mm. they're like, yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Then out of the middle of nowhere, they're like, you're done. Yeah. We're keeping your money for six months, blah, blah. And oh. then they were like – then they're like, and uh, and uh, you own this Startup Street uh, PayPal account too?
4: Gone.
2: That's banned That's for life too. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no. Like, you got to be kidding me.
0: That's and there's no
2: appeal – There's nothing. You're done.
0: That's what's going on nowadays. And so allowing these guys to become utilities and then at the same time kind of make these pseudo moral uh, decisions and things like that. um, Yeah, I'm definitely not going to support that because I won't exist inside of that environment. So I definitely won't support it. Um, What do you think uh, we can do about this? What do you think we could do?
2: (sighs) Well, I mean, there's a lot of different options out there, right? Depending on how nuts you want to get,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: in, in the meantime, you know, there's, there's kind of that saying that, that old saying, each one teach one type thing. Mm-hmm. And as long as every person is doing their part, that's really about all you can expect. Okay. You know, I mean, there's a, there's, there's a, there's a, there is a tidal wave that's moving in a direction. Um, You know, and and I keep in mind, I'm not a big fan of what a lot of the Republican Party does either.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: You know,
2: I mean, I I think they're fairly out of control at this point as well, just in different areas.
0: Right. I would 100 percent agree with you. We can't depend on them or anyone for that matter.
2: Right. Right. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got to kind of look at it in the great without trying to get like super political or whatnot. But Mm -hmm. you got to kind of look at it in that. I always say I like to always say, well, what would the founders do? Right. And. The people have mechanisms to start. I think if for, the first things first. When you got a problem, you have to admit there's a problem,
4: right? Okay. okay.
2: And we have to look at ourselves and say we caused this freaking mess,
4: mm-hmm.
2: right? Mm-hmm. We're the ones that put these people in charge,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and it's always well, it's not my fault. It's that one's fault, and then the other one says, well, it's not my fault. It's that one's fault. Mm-hmm. And you have two, you have two companies making policy for a hundred years now. Mm-hmm. I mean, what on earth do you think is going to happen? Like, there is nothing less entrepreneurial, capitalistic, innovative, or creative in this country than our political system.
0: Absolutely, yeah, especially a two-party one, which you know basically know I mean? just serves the uh, members of the party.
1: So, and, I mean— uh, Not the and, subjects.
0: And We're the subjects of the party. They're the correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, but it's like their party, say, and we could cry if we want to, but it's not yes, going to do anything. Yeah. When
2: you've got—when you have a 10% approval rating with a 90% re-election rate— Mm-hmm. why on earth would anybody change
4: mm-hmm.
2: there's no accountability
4: right you
2: know so from an outsider looking at it would probably say well if everybody's so unhappy why don't they start organizing themselves mm-hmm. you know but but then you've got to kind of keep in mind how things generally speaking go in societies and mm-hmm. for the most part we're all pretty comfortable here and it just comes down to well how much are you willing to lose in order to get what you believe in type of thing how far are you willing to go down that rabbit hole,
4: you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm.
2: and I think, you know, for, for the most part, the majority of the people in the country are, well, they might not be happy with things. And, you know, you got Maslow's hierarchy of needs there. We're mm-hmm. still very comfortable with all of those basics that right. though, when you get to those levels is really when you start getting a lot of discontent and, um, you know, things start getting shaken up really quickly.
0: Okay. But, Maslow's you know, hierarchy of needs. I don't know if I... I'm 100% familiar <laughs> with that. Uh, I'm going to have to look that up. Are you Are you familiar with that, Mike? Not at all. It's pretty. Nice it's it's kind of like a... Uh... I'm going to Google it and see if I... Okay, I can throw this <laughs> okay. up here on the screen. Boom. Um, okay. So, self-actualization, desire to become the most that one could be, esteem, love, belonging, safety needs, psychological needs. Okay. All right. Uh, fill us in on this, because I'm not super familiar with it. So what can you? that's
2: that's just basically it's it's uh, it's it's an older uh, model, and basically it just talks about the needs of people. Mm-hmm. And you've got you know you have fundamental needs at the bottom,
4: mm-hmm. and
2: as you get higher up, you want more things, and you're you're you know it's an attempt to try to get to the top type thing. But okay. at the end of the day, basically you know why I refer to that, it's like you know until people start having major issues with. Food, shelter, mm-hmm. clothing. You're right. Water. Yeah. You can't expect a whole they're, lot. They're, to they're still
0: in the matrix. They're still yes, in the. Ma- they exactly. would pref- They prefer. If anyone, if you guys know the Matrix movie, right? What was the whole thing about the first movie? That uh, the guy that betrayed them came to realize that he preferred the Matrix, where he could sit down in a nice restaurant with some nice clothes on, have a nice steak, versus like suffering in the friggin' uh, apocalypse level. yeah right yeah 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 so i think that is the problem that we have uh mike did you want to was there a question here that you wanted to ask before i go any further no no okay no. um so so mike my, my question to you then jeremy uh while we're on the subject of, i don't really plan like what we're going to talk about obviously i do want to help huh. uh like sub- you know, support the uh, Drop Zone Gunner event that you have going on. If anyone's coming in right now, um, you know, there's different links and things like that in the description, but just go check out Drop Zone Gunner. Okay, so we're all gun guys. We're here. We acknowledge that the powers that be on different social media platforms, including this one that we're talking on, we can't hold guns up while we're live, for example. So I can't, Hold up a gun while we're live, you know. Facebook is deleting people left, right, and center. Um, I think now I saw Guns and Gear uh, had a uh, a thing up where they're going through his posts and fact checking stuff now. And <laughs> if he puts up too much stuff that they feel is like fake news, then he's got more trouble coming at him. There's all these different things going on on lots of different platforms, right? We're yeah. gun guys. We're out there. This is okay. supposed to be protected by the Second Amendment, okay? What do you think, like, I'm trying to find out from you, like, if you you th- seem like a very intelligent guy, thinking forward, do you think there's a solution to this? Do you think there's something that we could do work on build, get together, have meetings or whatever, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I mean, the, the, I think that the people organizing themselves is mm-hmm. always the first step towards trying to put something together that's, on the outside, in order to affect uh, uh, a change.
4: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: you, you never want things to get too crazy in order to get it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that happens all throughout history. But I think that you've the, the, the people that coming to the conclusion that it's on them, mm-hmm. you know, I don't I don't think that the country was set up. The idea was every two years, every four years for half, and every two years for a quarter of the population, so just simply go to the polls, hit a few buttons, pick a couple things. Say, OK, cool. My, my role in managing all of this is now done.
4: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: So it's why I'm such a huge proponent of decentralization in general. People say, well, what's your solution? I just say decentralization and okay. return the power, return the power to the people and return the accountability to them as well. Unfortunately, when we're talking about government, that train usually doesn't go in reverse,
4: mm-hmm.
2: OK? And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I mean, what, what are we at, like $23 trillion in debt now, something like that? I mean, in order to literally fix that, like you're not going to grow your way out of it, OK? Mm-hmm. You need to like slash and burn major, and that will just automatically plummet the nation into a major recession, mm-hmm so well, a politician is going to voluntarily do that and his party will go down. So they're all going to lose their jobs, you mm-hmm. know? So to a certain, if you, you've got, you know, well, we can do this, we can organize it, we can get it fixed. And then you have the other mindset, which is just that when you look throughout history, this trend just kind of goes and you ride it till the wheels fall off. And you know, the one thing I always say, the, when, when the wheels fall off, what all of those scenarios have in common is that People are always scratching their heads afterwards and saying, How did this happen? You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> mm-hmm. how did this happen? I can't believe it. And it's like, well, then when you look at what's actually going on, it's fairly easy to forecast it, actually.
4: Okay. You know, like I said,
2: we're 23, the roads are falling apart, and we're arguing over, you know, and, and I'm sympathetic to all this stuff, but we're arguing over what sign goes on a bathroom door.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The freaking roads, the roads are falling apart, the water yeah. quality is crap in a lot of cities yeah like but like you said no no one right here in tampa
0: yeah but like you said no one really wants to do anything about it because they i mean what can you do can you just print money or something like that well like when you know when um a a bottle of water starts costing ten thousand dollars or something because we're printing money then that's a worse scenario for just psychologically, right? That's like some Zimbabwe type stuff right there to go down. So I don't think that's what they're going to do. We don't have any massive wars going on. Like you said, right now, people are pretty comfortable. We do have war going on overseas. Folks like Mike have gone out there and fought and bled and in and, and, and lots of cases died for our country. But most people here don't see that. They don't feel... They don't see the nightmare, like we were talking about the dystopian nightmare. The people don't see the nightmare of what that is, so no one really feels it here. So we're not digging in and saying, "Hey, we need to fix this, fix this." Let's uh, start building stuff and hiring yeah. people. We got tons of like uh, folks out there that are addicted to to, to stuff, including um, over the counter medications.
2: Right. Right. You I know, this.
0: It's just. It's just really, really crazy.
2: It. It really is, and. You know, I think that a lot of people forget, too, is that generally speaking, the the political class, if you want to call them or whatever, they're not great organizers a lot of times. Okay, Mm -hmm. they're good at being a politician, but they're not great organizers. And that's why, you know, somebody like myself, I prefer to keep as much of the solution oriented stuff in the hands of the people and just let them figure it out. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like we're supposed to be a hotbed of creativity. And entrepreneurship and all that and the you know if the years go on just more and more gets centralized into the federal government and then it's big blanket policy that mm-hmm. always sucks and it's always a mess and it, then you know well now we got to fix the mess right. so let's create another mess over here to fix the mess that That's was caused by this mess. Yeah, That's go.
1: where it comes for people to be entrepreneurs and the government because of the fact they are making the problem to try to solve the problem, which is more of a problem. But the only time you really hear from anybody on a political stand is when it's time to get Mm reelected. And this is when you know the power of the vote really does matter because these same people are pretty much begging for their jobs, giving false promises. Mm -hmm. But you always notice that they only talk to certain communities. Right. Uh, Why is that? You talk, you get the false promises, but then you yep. don't come through until the next time is time to do the same thing all over again. Yeah, and yeah. people are brainwashed and fall fall for it. So yeah. there's just, just so cool. there's
2: just so much cash in the system right now. You know what I mean? Like there, like I mean, five trillion dollars. Like that is so much cash. Mm-hmm. They should not have anywhere's near access to anywhere's near that amount of money. That is mm-hmm. an uncontrollable mess at this point. And that credit card is going to come due at
0: some point. Mm-hmm. It's going to come due.
2: Yeah. We're all in agreement on that. Yeah. Let me it's just, just a matter of what.
0: Yeah, let me just get to this real quick. and Let me yeah. remind everyone to smash the thumbs ups out there. American Freedom Outdoor is talking about, uh, I do have a face, my personal Facebook page is still up. So if you're seeing like a personal Facebook page of mine, yeah, that's still up. They haven't deleted that yet. What we're talking about is the fan page. We had like a fan page. We had about 16,000, 17,000 people uh, following us on there. That's what we use to promote the different things that we're doing. So that's the conversation that we're having. The uh, personal one is still there, although they've put some limits on me, but it's still there. Um, and I could still post things to a certain extent. I can't access any of the other fan pages that we have. So that's what's going on with that, if you're wondering. Okay, so here's the reason, like the thing that I'm, uh, that I'm trying to point to here. And By the way, shout out to Ashley from Gunstreamer. We were talking about uh, we were talking about platforms earlier. Uh, Ashley and GunStreamer, they're a platform out there for folks. If you if you're here if you're in the gun community, you have a YouTube channel and you worry about the stuff YouTube's doing. GunStreamer is a place that you can, you can put your content. You can also sign up with them and they'll pull your content from YouTube and put it over there uniquely on their stuff and it'll be on YouTube as well. So if anything happens, you still have it there. Um, but obviously, there's more than that that we need to do, right? So for me, what, what I think is we need to start building our own ecosystem, because in all of this stuff happening, we're getting marginalized. And you're right from, from what you're saying that there's just so many problems going on right now um, in, 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 in our world at large, right here in America, that most people are not paying attention or not worried about the fact that we're losing access to our First Amendment rights. These platforms are pushing us down, suppressing us, ghosting us whatever you know however you want to look at it i think we really need to have our own ecosystem to combat that to make sure that we survive we talk to the gun guys we're able to do commerce communicate with each other and and organize that's the big thing that they're worried about like how we have an election coming up and there's all these attacks on the second amendment around the country including in very places that were previously very strong for the second amendment there's a tax now that's what happened in virginia that's what's happening in arizona florida all over the country this is happening georgia etc so you know to me i i think we need to have our own ecosystem i'm not saying that we completely come off of those other things but we need to figure out figure this out amongst ourselves so
2: with you saying that um that's just reminded me of something so you know when You guys were asking me, so are you gonna take this out nationally, you know, possibly, or what are your goals or whatnot? And Mm -hmm. like a lot of people tell me, they're like, Well, don't go to California and do it. And I'm like, No. Mm
0: -hmm. I
2: need to go right into the middle of California and do this. Okay. Okay. And I've I've always heard that of, you know, oh well, this is happening. I'm moving out, I'm moving over here. Mm -hmm. And then will that happen over here? And it's like, well, where does that game end? That game ends with what? Everybody literally in one state
0: now. And no, no. Ours? I mean, we no. We're you know not going to be mean, able to so run. Like, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, where we're going to run to? We're going to run into the seas. We'll just be floating exactly. around out there, like exactly. like pirates or something like that. No, right. I don't think so. Yeah. So I think that. Um, yeah. Ultimately, I, I, listen. I did that, right? I grew up in New York City.
2: I'm from upstate, from Rochester. Oh, okay. So, so. Right.
0: Uh, I grew up in, uh, in in Far Rockaway, New York. And I got out of there, went to New Jersey, actually worse, you know, and then came to Florida because I got sick and tired of all this stuff. And then coming to Florida, I started getting into that mindset, like, I have to take care of myself. I can't depend on Republicans, Democrats, or anyone like that to, um, you know, to, to do anything for me. So, um, you know... And that's kind of like how I wound up here, right? So I think that um, now I completely lost my train of thought of where I was going with this. I think you, what were, <laughs> we're, you just, talking, we're
2: talking about people moving. Yeah, moving. yes Right. Thing. Right.
0: Yeah. So the thing about moving, so I moved. I moved out here to Florida. Then guess what? Every a lot of people moved here from Florida, from New York because of the taxes and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, yeah. and now we're. Okay, I think uh, I think Mike is switching over here.
1: Yeah, I'm switching out right quick.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so because of, you know, eventually, because of all these people coming down here, Florida is starting to go in that direction. And that's what creates the situation where you realize you just can't keep running.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. right. So uh, but but, uh, but I always like that. I'm like, no, man, I need to go right into California and put one of these on. You know, it's 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 at some point. Like I said, with the with the concept of this event, are you hearing that feedback? Yeah, I'm
0: hearing it too. That's Mike. Mike, can you mute at all? Let me see if I can mute him. Uh, Let me see. Okay, I'm gonna mute him. Okay, I muted him. Go ahead. Sorry. Cool. So right.
2: Um. You know, it, it's at some point when you're just playing defense constantly, at some point you got to come up with some things that are playing offense, you know, some mm-hmm. some consistent efforts to actually bring people in. And that's kind of what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast was that, you know, one of the really more bigger driving forces of all of this for me is to create things that bring more people in, create things that have a different feel. It's it's targeting different people in order to, you know, com- combat it combat that I mean you know you, you've got to come up with some things and innovate in order to stay competitive I don't care what it is you're doing right mm-hmm. so uh so I'm, I'm totally with you though on the the states thing and that you've only got really a handful of them left that mm-hmm. have a decent amount of people in them you know that are mm-hmm. major players in terms of the electoral uh system and uh yeah I I, I don't you know I, I don't know what the solution is You know, you've like I said, you've got there's different options and things like that. And it just comes down to how much are the people willing to give up in order to get what they think that they want? You know?
0: Yeah. Now, let me just figure out exactly what Mike is up to, because I have no clue. (laughs) Uh, It looks like he's in his car or something right now. (laughs) Mike, what are you up to, man? You're muted. Hold on, let me see if I could turn your your microphone back on here. Um, let's see. Okay, now I don't know how to actually unmute him. You gotta unmute yourself, Mike. Okay, I don't know if he's gonna be able to do that. He's headed off somewhere. So, I don't know. I think he had to go get some groceries. I'm just gonna make up stuff of exactly what's happening with Mike. I'm not 100% sure. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. We can hear you. What are you up to?
1: Yeah, I got a a delivery that came in. I just got notified about it, and I'm going to pick it up.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we'll we'll have uh, Mike there um, making his pickup here um, while we're doing this. All right. So listen, yes, people.
1: You can stick around with me on the pickup.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I will mute him. I will mute him again, just so that. <laughs> what kind of a pickup is this? Does he like need know. witnesses for what's going on there know. right now? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I don't know if he really does. Um, so, okay, someone brought up. Let's uh, go to some new stuff that's going yeah. on. Someone brought up the pigeons. I guess in Vegas, someone released pigeons in Vegas, and they uh, they glued m- little tiny MAGA hats to the pigeons' heads or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen I that? love it.
2: I haven't seen that, no. But I will say, uh, I was dropping uh, some flyers off first thing this morning.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And there was a semi in the truck, and somebody in the dirt wrote Trump 2020 okay. on the side of the semi in the dirt. And I, I got a kick out of that. I took a quick video of it. So, you know, it's, it, everybody needs to kind of do what you can do. And you do your best, and you try not to get too emotionally tied to the results because you can drive yourself insane otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's what you try to do, so.
0: Yeah, um, let's see what this is. I'm going to try to pull up the news on this and see if I could read through this. I'll put it up here. Um, okay, so my thing says mysterious group protests them debate by unleashing pigeons wearing MAGA hats. Okay. I don't know if there's actually any video of that, but I guess, uh, let me see if this is video. Of this whole MAGA pigeon hat situation. I'm sure they didn't use... um, I'm sure they didn't use... Oh, we've got to watch a commercial before we even see that. Okay. So an anonymous group claimed it was behind the release of pigeons over the city of Las Vegas that are wearing MAGA hats. And in at least one case, a wig that resembles President Trump's hair. (laughs) The group calling itself Pigeons United to Interfere Now or Putin. Oh, boy. It's the Russians. (laughs) It's the Russians. Um, called it an aerial protest of Wednesday night's Democratic de- debate. Local Fox affiliate KWU reported. They also released a video of birds wearing the headgear with a voiceover dialogue from Alfred Hitchcock, The Birds. So uh, let's see if this is actually video of the MAGA hat-wearing pigeons. Let's see. Let's see this video here. If we can, we can roll this in. Oh, look at that. I'm sure this isn't permanent glue, so these pigeons aren't permanently going to be scarred. But yes, if you're listening to this, they are pigeons that are um, that are wearing little tiny. That's really cute. Okay, and then the next thing you know, people will be catching those pigeons and eating them in protest of them wearing <laughs> their MAGA hats. So, uh, what do you think about that? <sighs>
2: I mean, from a marketing standpoint, it seems clever. It got some attention, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that's basically how I look at just about everything. Right. And yeah. can you break through the noise and get some
0: attention? You know? Yeah.
1: So did they just let the pigeons fly around, or did they actually have them fly and come back to a location?
0: I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to assume that they had no choice but to to let them. You know, they let them out, so they're flying around. But they're probably homing pigeons of some sort, right? You know? Yeah, that's what I was so, thinking. So, yeah,
1: if you're going to pro- go through the hassle of making them blue, you yeah. might want them back.
0: It, it's probably Mike Tyson. That's the only guy I know that controls the pigeons. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Mike Tyson out there controlling these pigeons. Um, what other stuff is going on in the news that uh, folks are noticing? I don't know if there's any other news stuff that uh, people want to get into. Any gun news or anything like that here? Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, special K says PETA is going to go crazy. I'm pretty sure that they will. Uh, did you guys get to see the debate? Anyone watch the debate at all? I watched clips. I didn't watch the whole thing. I really can't stand. Um,
1: yeah, i watched clips of it, but I heard that um, Bloomberg got it got it handed to him.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 but I don't think that's really going to super affect him. I think that'll be a little bump. He's got so much money at this point, he's just going to keep pouring money into it. And, you know, and ultimately he's going to be there. I think even Bloomberg I saw said this, that everything last night is just a win for Trump. Yeah, because right. basically people are looking at these jokers and they're like, wow, what what is the deal here? And I know I saw some of the stock market folks saying, I mean, there was like full on communism and socialism on parade. At the uh, debate last night, so, and that's the thing that has to worry you. Like, if you're out there and you, you know, you make money, you pay taxes and things like that, and you're thinking these guys' solutions to everything is to just tax the living daylights out of you or take your stuff and give it to someone else. It's pretty. I think all of that is going to lead to four more years.
2: I would, I would have to
0: say so. You know. Yeah. yeah.
2: But then, but then again, who knows? Mm-hmm. A lot of it hinges on how the economy's doing, and yeah, you know, it's. I mean, people hated Hillary Clinton, and she still, she still got, she won the the general vote. Mm-hmm. You know, oh,
0: the and they popular. freaking,
2: and they oh, could, yeah, the the popular vote. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, mm-hmm. and people hate her, even the people that voted for her hate her. So
0: yeah, but you if know. You, if you think about what happened there with Hillary, I mean, I, yes, I agree with you. A lot of people didn't like Hillary, but the media was big on her side. Huge. Yeah, and still, you know, the 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 popular vote, I guess, is just not enough. That's not how elections uh, right. work. So,
2: thank goodness. Yeah. Right. So I did see that uh, Drudge was talking about Bloomberg potentially uh, grabbing Hillary as the VP, which I think is just.
0: Yeah. Ken, I don't just, know if we're going to yeah, I don't know if we're going to get that far. I, I don't know if we're going to go that far down the road. I think right now they're cannibalizing each other. Oh, for real. It'll be interesting to see who survives that. Bloomberg has a lot of money. So, a lot of money. Yeah, ultimately I believe he'll be in in the final 3 or something like that, you know. Yep. And we'll see other guys how dropping much, out here. Go ahead. Go ahead. How Mike.
1: much is he actually worth? Bloomberg. Uh
0: would they say forty billion? I think sixty I think, billion. I think it's more than sixty billion. I could pull it up. Bloomberg's uh, worth. You know, um, I thought it was more even than sixty billion. Uh, hopefully, he sixty. Okay, so this thing that I'm pulling up here says he's worth about sixty-four point two billion. So he could he could if you know he could drop five billion on this thing, and be fine.
1: <laughs> like it's nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You could drop wow. 10 billion. You know, I mean, is all of this even. You can write this off on your taxes, right? So. <laughs> no. Yeah. He can,
1: he can donate that and turn it around and mm-hmm. just sign it right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine right there.
2: I'm on a podcast. Yeah. I apologize. All right. Thank you.
0: Yeah, the range. Range says uh, his net worth is fifty one point eight billion, and he makes over ten billion a year off his company. Right now, today, yeah. So he could easily just drop ten billion here. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't lose even if he even if he uh, doesn't get the nomination. You know, doesn't become president, he's not really losing in the long run. So. Yeah.
1: He still has insight and still have. uh, and still persuade people to
0: go his way and whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, Harry's holster, shout out to Harry. He uh, he says, I have friends who are voting Trump this time. They don't like him, but they like the way he's upsetting some of the system and after four years, they don't think he'll cause an apocalypse. Yeah. I could agree with that. It's definitely no apocalypse going on out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no apocalypse when people have money to put to glue to catch pigeons, glue little red hats on them. Um, <laughs> not an apocalypse going on exactly. The people are comfortable, so mm-hmm. um, and then Harry Solsters is saying Bloomberg's net worth seems sketchy if you look at the timeline so it, it, it all gets blurred after you go over the first billion you know what can I, what can i say now he
1: wasn't one that um he wasn't one that was like from generational wealth or did he start from nothing
0: i don't i have no idea i haven't followed him that closely um to know where the money came from to be honest with you um special k says how about using all your billions really helping out the needy and really making a difference Help out the homeless, vets, people that need medical help. Um, but that would make too much sense. Um, I figure in his mind, he thinks that's what he's doing. So, you know, we'll see how all that stuff plays out. OK, so did you get your package now that, you know, you got your package? No, I'm Oh, you not still you still I'm on your little clandestine it. drug deal, huh?
1: Yeah, man. You'll, you'll see it here in a little bit.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> as soon as when we see some blues and twos in the background. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll have to pass the collection plate around to Oh, I hear sirens.
1: Hey that ain't me. That ain't nobody. Oh okay. Oh, that's
0: fire that's a fire engine right there. It's, yeah, that's me. I've got a uh,
2: there's a hospital right down the street here and about once or twice a day one of the rooms here at startup we turned into a cool little podcast center
3: mm-hmm. you got
2: like five mics in there I bought a lot of equipment and stuff and uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool but yeah when that happens there's not a whole lot of solutions for it So no.
0: yeah I understand it's the same thing same thing here uh, so in this building we were on the inside of the building at one point and it was a lot quieter but now I'm kind of on the street so every now and then you'll hear a fire truck or someone on a really loud yeah. bike or something go by. Yeah. Tell us about the podcast that you have going on.
2: So it's kind of cool. Uh, I've, got, I've got one uh, that we did. A, we, we used to do it a lot. It was called Corner Launch. Okay. And it's just all, I had a radio show here in Tampa for about a year and a half
4: mm-hmm.
2: that was on 88.5 and it was it was taking an hour out of my day uh, once a week to do it. I bring some of the crew in there. and We just do Q&A, all marketing, entrepreneurship stuff, small business. You got questions, we got answers type thing. Mm-hmm. um and uh you know i wanted to kind of get a, i wanted a bigger commitment from the station
4: mm-hmm.
2: but the audience on there is pretty hardcore left and uh you know and they're oh these guys are capitalists on there and all that and i'm like yeah no you know no shit and i'm the guy taking freaking an hour out every week to answer the questions for people that are out there trying to do shit and make shit happen you know mm-hmm. but But I'm bad now or something. So we were getting getting some some weird feedback and whatnot, and I I couldn't get the bigger commitment out of them. And so I just said, all right, screw it, and took one of the rooms here at Startup. I'm not in there right now. This is the main room at the front of the shop. Um, Took one of the rooms at Startup and just kind of built out the whole little podcast center thing. It's pretty cool, man. Big-ass table, conference table. We got five mics around it. Uh, you know, you got the TV up there. We got the whiteboard, the mobile whiteboard. Uh, okay. It's, it's, it's pretty cool, man. I tried to soundproof it as best I can. There's no cure for, you know, ambulances and, you know, fire trucks going by and whatnot.
0: Um, that's good sound effects. Good sound effects, you know?
2: Well, that's just all part of the thing, you know, that's just part of the shop. And as long as you embrace it, you know, then nobody really has a problem with it.
0: So, yeah.
2: So that's, so that's kind of cool. I've got another project going on too. Uh, do a decent amount of real estate stuff. Well, I shouldn't say decent. I don't do too much of it anymore, but I'm partners with the guys over at Outfast Realty and mm-hmm. we're getting a fund started. And the whole goal with that is to uh, help people, you know, we're, we can purchase homes and flip them and sell them, but also help other people purchase homes and flip them and sell them. Two okay. of the guys that are involved in it are vets. One was a 13 year green beret, Mm-hmm. The other I think did uh I think he did 8 in the Marine Corps. I think it was 8, maybe it was 4.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um so, you know, so w- when we're putting this together, we had to come up with a name for it. So we called it Deployed Capital. Okay. Deployed <laughs> Capital Group, which kind of mm-hmm. plays on both sides of it there done. Mm-hmm. And uh and that's the listeners won't be able to see this, but the viewers will. So that's the logo right there. We just got these shirts today actually. It's just coincidence I'm wearing it.
4: Oh, okay. And you
2: can kind of see it's You know, you got the two arrows there and it it signifies, you know, upward movement, positivity, but it also kind of looks like a stealth fighter a little bit too, which is kind of cool. You know what I mean? So uh, our goal goal is to help a lot of vets that are uh, either currently flipping houses or would like to flip houses. Right. Like, so when they come
0: home and stuff like that, and they're looking for things, by the way, if you're, if you're just joining us and you see this very sketchy live looking footage from uh, Mike from MW Tactical basically he's about to be on live pd that's what i feel is gonna happen we're gonna get this this gonna this is gonna be an episode he's literally in a building somewhere now um so anyway yeah so yeah that sounds like a good idea man get those you know help those guys figure out how to employ themselves make money so oh getting some feedback
2: yeah, that's that's the goal with it. Um, it's a great group of guys. Uh, we're pretty excited about it, um, and that's you know that's another thing. Just trying trying to do things out there
4: mm-hmm. in the
2: marketplace that mm-hmm. affect positive change.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's
2: all you can do, you know. So.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Let's see here. Um, so you you said you were you're originally from New York, right? Yeah, from upstate, from Rochester. Okay, so how long have you been living in Tampa? Uh,
2: ten years ago.
0: Oh, ten years, okay. Yeah, right. ten
2: years, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I grew up doing construction
0: with my okay. uncle.
2: And uh, by the time I was you know, 17, 16, 17, I was delivering flyers in the snow and whatnot up there, trying to get mm-hmm. some work and stuff. And by the time I was 20, uh, I went and got insurance and started my own little thing. He was subbing me jobs. Some of these guys were subbing jobs. And and I was, you know, started doing a lot of the marketing stuff within that, too, because mm-hmm. I'm marketing his company. I'm trying to figure out the marketing for my own. And then I'm helping a couple other people. And uh, the construction thing kind of went off and on for, you know, a handful of years there afterwards. And it, it transformed kind of into a property management company here in Tampa for a while. I had 60 rental units that I was running for a little while, kind of on the side mm-hmm. type thing. Uh, they all got sold a while ago. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, I mean, it's 19 years coming up here since I've taken a paycheck from anybody. And, uh, that's what I do for the marketing, uh, for startup street. It's just basically, I help people that have ideas get going and I help people that are already going probably do a little bit better job. And, and I've worked in my goodness. I mean, I've, I've owned at this point, you know, manufacturing company, the event company, service company, construction company real estate company and I've worked in just about every other, uh, industry, mm-hmm. you know, people used to get a kick out. They'd be like, how do you, how are you doing this marketing? And you know, you're doing all this stuff for grizzly targets over here and then mm-hmm. you're helping to expand this salon over there. And I'm like, I just like building things. Yeah. You know, I, I like, I like building things. I like helping people. And you know, that's, that's just basically what we do here. There's a million and one ways to skin the cat, but very rarely, uh, does anybody come through the door? uh with something that I just can't help him with you know if, if I don't know how to do it or I can't then I certainly
0: know somebody that does mm-hmm. so yeah um so Florida Gun says if MW's deal goes south he's not allowed to use firearm on the blog so he's still he's still out here. Where are you? are you in Costco or something like that <laughs> He's in some kind of warehouse. <laughs> I I really think this is just a call for attention. You're doing it. You're doing this thing in Walmart.
1: Where no, it's not Walmart, man. It's um. I'm at a spot, man. It's, I'm at, at a, a spot. spot. I'm at the spot.
0: Uh, Woodland. Oh, okay. Store pickup.
1: <laughs> Say oh, okay.
0: again. Yes. Yeah. we we're, we're gonna mute him here for a second. Or if you can mute yourself, Mike.
1: Yeah, I just hit the mute button.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> this is real funny, man. This will this will be funny if this turns into like an episode of live uh, uh, PD. Okay. So if it, if it does, I'm out of here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't want to be incriminated. Okay. So the thing is, how did you you know from doing all this? How did you transition into making targets to making steel?
2: So so that was just kind of a scenario where. Uh one of the one of the guys that I was working with with a couple other things always kind of wanted to go into manufacturing and you know liked all the like the gun stuff and whatnot and and he's like I I think I'm gonna try to get this going. What do you think?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And at that point I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure we'll be able to figure it out, you know, if we really mm-hmm. want to do it hard enough. And uh, you know, we got going. I'll still never forget when we sold our very first little piece on eBay. You know, that was kind of a big moment. God, this is probably, oh, this has got to be probably eight, nine years ago now at this point. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it's just one of those things where you, you, you get going and you try to keep building and you try to do a good job. And we came up with some pretty cool stuff over the years. And, and I mean, I'm not the guy that's at the range all the time either, you know, mm-hmm. And but but I listen and I ask questions. Uh you know, when when people are talking about a, a classic system or target system or mm-hmm. what could be better about this or whatnot, mm-hmm. I know the questions to ask. And then, you know, I actually listen to what they say, as opposed to a lot of people, which, you know, ask the question just to see if they can prove you're wrong.
4: Right.
2: And then want to, you know what I mean? Like, I just mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care about any of that. I just want to know how to how do you build a better mousetrap? OK, um, sometimes how- it's it's mm-hmm. cost of, sometimes it's cost effective. A lot of times you get suggestions that are, you Mm -hmm. know, build the whole, build all of it, the stand, everything, you know, all all of it on ar (laughs) 500. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, our cost just went from $70 to about 400. You want to buy one? Hell no. Okay.
0: So what can you tell us from your experience? What can you tell us about steel? Like what do we need to know about steel? If someone's out there buying steel, what are the things for them to look, look for? Um, you know, when
2: you're, when you're in the, target business you you have a lot of competition it's like anything else right now and that you've got a lot of competition from people that are kind of doing it on their own type thing right Mm -hmm. uh everything that everything that grizzly does is all laser cut okay and it's not you know it's not a hot hot torch yada yada all that stuff the reason they do that is because when you heat the steel up that hard uh that much the edges will start to get really brittle then because this is heat treated it's air 500 Mm -hmm. stands for the brittle the you know the brittle test hardness of it Mm -hmm. right so um it it heats up the edges they get really brittle and then you know now the edges of your target are all crap and Mm -hmm. you don't want the edges of your target being crap because now you've got you know more ricochet issues and whatnot uh generally speaking though you know the number one thing that people need to realize with steel targets is just make sure you're wearing your ear and eye protection you know, it's ricochets happen sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, it's, I don't care what you're doing. You're going to have instances and in anything. Right. So,
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, and make sure you, you know, pistol, you're 25 yards out and rifle you're a hundred and, uh, you know, make no mistake about it though. Well, can I do this or can I do that? I say, I always to tell people, I say, listen, man, if you wanted to try to destroy it, I promise you, you'll find a way. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. if you're if your mission is to ruin something, trust me, you'll succeed if you try
0: hard. enough, Right. Yeah. How. But, um, so what's that? Go back ahead. Mike. When I
1: had ordered some um, steel, I remember the guy was saying, like, he could show me a certificate or something for the quality of steel or it was something crazy he was saying. But that was like about two years ago.
2: Yeah. So when you when you get the uh, steels, the bigger orders from the mills and whatnot, they can give you the mill certs. Mm-hmm. That verify that these sheets were pulled from that area type thing. Um, generally speaking, I don't think that's too important for people to worry about as long as you're buying from established uh, retailers. Because if they're not doing what they're supposed to do, well, then they're not going to be in business long, anyways, right? So mm-hmm. as long as you're buying from established people,
0: I don't think you have to worry too much about that. Um, so how do know, I tell what's good steel? How do I know like, hey, this is good steel? Just look for that you really AR don't know thing. until you shoot it really you know what I okay mean? I and then mean, what well, am i looking for when i shoot it pitting or so
2: right so uh you might get a little bit of pitting when you're shooting it you know w- with some uh aspects of 223 or some rounds of 308 or um but for generally speaking the steel should maintain the bulk of it, its integrity when you're shooting it with these things as long as you're shooting it within the realm you don't want to shoot uh, green tips at it. That's gonna mess it up. Uh,
4: mm-hmm.
2: You know, I've I've seen people that just had some steel and tried to make targets and they shot it and boat went right through it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, so you really never know what kind of steel you got if you just you know if you're just buying it off a of eBay or something. You know, you're going to Craigslist and just buying steel to shoot it. You don't know what you have until uh, until you shoot at it. There's really, you know, without it's like anything else. And you basically buy it from a garage sale. Who knows what we got? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you just stick to your, you, you know, there's a, there's a good handful of uh, vendors out there that do a good job and have been around for a while. Grizzly's one of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you, you know, you, you stick to what you got to do. And...
0: So uh, UL Adam says you can get AR500 water cut. Uh, what's the difference between the water cut, the laser cut? What do we... I'm just this trying to pick water... your brain yeah. since I have you yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. No,
2: that's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, per- personally, I've never really seen that much of a difference between water versus Mm -hmm. laser Mm -hmm. um the the main thing to make sure is that they're not you know torching it by hand and you can tell on the edges what it was cut with
0: okay it just won't be as smooth
2: correct exactly if if they're doing it by hand so laser
0: and water is pretty smooth i'm taking it correct
2: and i and i and i believe that i've got out of those three things i believe i have them it's been a little while i believe that's the i'm saying what i'm supposed to say with that it's
0: it's Mm-hmm. It's been a little bit. and Like I said, I've only got so much mental space going on up yeah, there. Yeah, right. Okay, understood. <laughs> um, so I think the one thing I would try to find out for me while I have you here, how does someone, yeah. like I've got a bunch of steel on my range that's been out there for a while. How do I, you know, look at that and go, hey, this steel should be decommissioned and we don't really need this out here on the range. How do I figure that stuff I mean,
2: out? it's just, it's, it's basically significant
0: pitting. Okay. You know, and... Uh,
2: sometimes if, if you don't really have anything way down range uh you know past where your targets are and you've got some gongs that way down there you know what i mean that you can beat them up pretty hard you know mm-hmm. where you got to kind of look out for is you know when you're shooting the steel a lot closer mm-hmm. right because you're what the the, the pitting mm-hmm. is where you no longer have a flat surface and that's you know where we start to run into ricochet issues and things like that the bullet isn't just hitting it and getting driven into the ground like it's supposed to. we right? have mm-hmm. got all mm-hmm. these crazy jagged edges all over the place and all that other crazy stuff. So
4: mm-hmm.
2: that's that's the general rule of thumb with that.
0: Oh, OK. All right. So if anyone's joining us right now, we, we have Jeremy from, uh, from Drop, Drop Zone Drop Gunner, Zone. LLC. Yeah, Drop Zone Gunner. Um, they have an event that's going on here in March. He's here to talk about that event. We'll get into it. We also have Mike from MW Tactical. He's doing some kind of crazy deal. We have no idea. What's going on? Right now, waiting for the popo to come pick him up. You know, the ops coming in to get him. Right? <laughs> That's going to go down live. Um, so so just give us the run through one one more time, Jeremy, on the event that you're putting on. It's going to be at the Aries range okay, yeah. in Leesburg here in Florida. Give us the time. Uh, what's happening at the event? What does it cost? How can folks find out more info about it? Gotcha. Cool. So Drop Zone Gunner
2: is basically, guys, a mud run obstacle course with staged firearms throughout it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, there's a lot going on there. Uh, it's $99 to run the course. It includes your ammo. You don't need to bring any firearms with you. Uh, with the, And this is kind of a nice uh, event for people who maybe are out of state, maybe you're in the snow right now. You don't have to travel with your firearms to come down and do do this event. You know, just show up. So. It's $99 to run it. It's $20, uh, $20 to watch it. Uh, anybody who's there gets entered into the raffle. We've got, you know, 15K worth of firearms we're raffling off over the course of two days. Top five guys all get a rifle. We've got a ton of other stuff that we're putting on the prize and r- uh, raffle table from all of these other sponsors and whatnot. I think yeah. that Mike said he was going to put a hat and a t-shirt on there or something like that earlier. Yeah. I'm rolling in the. <laughs> I'm rolling in
0: your yeah. website I don't know. Is that that what Mike said? Yeah. I'm rolling in the website right now for anyone who wants to know. Um, it says a brand new experience for the folks on audio obstacles, firearms, trail runs, uh, March 14th and 15th, 2020 Aries firearms training facility, uh, which is in, uh, Leesburg. And, um, and then I think you have some video and different things going on there. It's
2: a, it's a really fun event. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun. It's a really unique experience. There's really nothing else with that kind of vibe and that kind of uh, itinerary if you will out there like this. So I yeah. highly encourage everybody to do it. Uh, if you do, I'm very, very grateful for it. These things are a lot of work yeah you know it's it's it is a lot of work putting these things together so, anybody that's willing to support me, man, I just, I'm, I'm very grateful for it. So. Yeah.
0: So for anyone listening out for all, everyone who's listening to us right now, smash the thumbs up. So we need that. We appreciate it. How can the folks who want to participate with you in this event? How can they, uh, how can they get in touch with you and find out about that?
2: So if you got questions, go to the Facebook page. Uh, it's just facebook.com backslash drop zone gunner. Shoot me some, uh, shoot me a message there. If you like DM mm-hmm. me on Instagram, drop zone team.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Buy the tickets. Go to the website DropZoneGunner.com. dot uh, I think we're like I said before. We'll do Strange Ten for anybody that wants to get ten percent off their tickets oh, cool. for you, for your followers okay. and whatnot.
0: Okay. Um, so you get you've got you know you've I mean? got a little discount code going on Strange yeah. Ten. Okay. Yeah, we'll put also, that
2: together. I'll put that together right after we get off the podcast. Yeah. Here.
0: Just shoot me out something to remind me of that, so I could throw that cool. up and share it uh, on some different cool. places. And and yeah. uh, over the next couple of weeks here on the podcast, we'll put that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So definitely, though, you know, go grab a couple friends, come out, have a good time, have some fun. Anybody can do it, guys. You don't have to be in great physical shape to get through the obstacles. You don't have to be the most skilled shooter on the planet by far to get through the shooting element of it. If you mm-hmm. struggle in either one of those capacities, we got more than enough people there to help you. I want you to come out and experience this, though, because mm-hmm. once you do, you're gonna be like, wow, that I did that, I mm-hmm. did that, and that was cool, and I met a ton of great people, met a lot of industry guys, and uh, it, it's. It's a pretty unique experience. You're not going to regret it. So right
0: now, earlier you were describing bringing out all the obstacles to this thing. It seems like you've got some like pretty heavy obstacles. Can you describe those? <laughs> and can you tell me how the hell are you going to get them out to this event? Do you have like a tractor trailer uh, or something?
2: Yeah, I mean, we got to flatbed it basically. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember when I was putting together the business plan to go national. I had it all broken down. How much the obstacles actually weighed, and you know we were going back and forth between just buying a giant connex and put it in there and then have to load it onto the flatbed via a pulley and then drop it off versus shipping it ourselves yeah. basically hiring a guy with a semi to move them all right but yeah. that kind of gives you an idea of how heavy i mean so our, our major nine obstacles the signature obstacles i mean these are made of steel Mm-hmm. and they're all galvanized too so they don't rust and that adds a lot of weight mm-hmm. and then you got all the logs that you put on them and you got all these wooden walls and i mean wow. it is it is heavy so i believe i believe that the guys from j-dog junk and removal
4: mm-hmm. and they're a
2: local company and that they have chapters all over the country they're veteran owned and operated shout mm-hmm. out to my man kevin mm-hmm. um i believe they're giving us a hand getting all the stuff down there okay i believe so and then okay, how
0: so, so? And how how long does it take you to set all this up? The
2: event, we like I said, we want to have media uh, media runs going on the second half of Friday, so we'll have to start bringing everything down the weekend before. And oh, really? It's a full okay. it's a full week of setup.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. Okay.
4: Yeah.
2: No, it's it's a it's a lot, man. I mean, when I when I say that this is a big event with a lot of overhead and and a challenging thing to put together, I mean it it really is. It's it's a lot. But I I bust my ass at it, man. And, you know, I'm sure we'll have a couple little hiccups in this one. The next event that doesn't will be the first, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, like I said, as long as everybody has a good time and the event runs fairly smooth, you can keep building. And you just Mm -hmm. keep... You know you, you have a long- term plan and you keep going at it and then you see where you, you end up in five to ten years. So Is
0: there a charity component to this? Um, is there some organization yes. that you guys are raising money for? Yep, so okay.
2: we've got four groups involved. We've got mission 22. Uh, they, you know, uh, 22 veterans a day commit mm-hmm. suicide. and their goal is to raise awareness on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got another group involved that I've worked with in a few different capacities. Called Special Operations Warrior Foundation, mm-hmm. and that is something that you guys uh, listening should really go and check out. They're here local to Tampa, and what they do is they put the kids of special operations guys who have died. They put their kids through college, okay. Which I always thought was a really cool. That's a really cool angle to take in Mm -hmm. terms of picking a cause you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um so we got them involved we've got uh red white and blue team which is all about keeping veterans active they have chapters all over the country and then we've got nine uh post 9-11 veterans which they're based out of tampa here too Mm -hmm. and i mean the name says what they're all about in terms of support and whatnot so Mm -hmm. those are our four those are our four groups that are involved as far as the nonprofits go and you know I'm appreciative of all their support and whatnot, and uh, you know it's it it will be nice when we get the event a little bit further down the road so that you can start doing some major fundraising for some of these groups. You know, because
4: mm-hmm.
2: obviously when you're getting events up off the ground and you're just hemorrhaging cash and losing cash on them, it's
4: mm-hmm. it's tough
2: to really take care of that too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, you start making some serious cash and you start building some uh, consistency and getting Events going and it's it's consistent, it's well established and all that. Then you can really start to make a humongous difference in some of these groups' ability to operate and whatnot, especially some of the smaller ones.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks like um, okay. We're hearing noise from uh, Mike's thing here. It looks like his deal is all done now. I think he got the <laughs> fried chicken sandwich or whatever it was.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, Okay, so yeah, you know, I think it'll be cool to see that really become kind of like a festival event. I think that's what you were alluding to earlier, like kind of a family thing that uh, something for everyone to do. Some people can come down there and compete. Some people could get a a chance to uh, look at some of these companies. You know, you can get some other things involved in it. So, for example, our friend uh, Walter, who's usually on the show, he's taking uh, most of this week off. Uh, he's got a lot of stuff going on, but he's from Safety Harbor Firearms, that's in Safety Harbor. Awesome. Yeah, in your area, and he's into military vehicles as well. I think they're doing a military vehicle event this weekend. In, really? Uh, yeah, oh, I'm trying to remember the the place where that event is going on. I know he talked about it on uh, one. Of the, one of the previous. So we shows. could do
2: we could we could do something. Uh, and, and I'm not sure if this is what you're referring to, but we could do something where we bring some of those out there for the event, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Not shoot him up, but, you know, make him, you know, stage him somewhere and he can talk about what he offers and whatnot. Yeah. Maybe we throw a few of them actually on the obstacle course and make people crawl underneath them or something. You know what I mean? So,
0: yeah. His uh, group that he's in, they've done stuff over at Aries before. So. um, Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: I'd I'd love to. I'd love
0: to uh, reach out to him. Mount Dora. That's where Florida Gun says Mount Dora. That's where that event's going to be. Um, there's a big flea market out there and that's where that event's going to be this weekend. Okay. By the way, for any, any fans of safety Harbor firearms, Walt, it is his birthday today. So you guys should go on his social media. Happy birthday, Walt. Yeah. Wish him happy birthday out there. Um, he's not going to be here in the chat because I know he was throwing up stuff of, uh, they were taking all the vehicles out and they're, they're camping out there getting set up for this event. So, um, all Adams um, would like to know if you're going to have some knife companies coming out to the event.
2: Um, I don't believe that we have any lined up right now. So, okay. I mean, keep 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 in mind. I mean, there's there's room for a lot of people. We've got vendor packages. Mm-hmm. Uh, just hit me up, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. hit me up. If, you, if, you're, if you're a smaller company and you're local and you're looking for some exposure, you got to participate in things like this.
4: Mm-hmm. you got to
2: get out there and you got to shake hands. you got to meet people. And, you know, when you talk about some of the bigger events, something like this, you never know, you might meet somebody that can completely change the direction of your business. Right. You know, so.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think it's it, it, it would be interesting to see, you know, some things like that. Uh, the kids would like to come out and see all those kinds of things. So, um, you know, that's the cool part of uh, of to me, these kinds of events, just not just shooting. It's always fun, of course, to shoot and. And see right, folks yeah. and all that kind of stuff so it's gonna be interesting man it's gonna be that's gonna be a rough week for you i hope you're taking your oh, your oh it's gonna be your, brutal your vitamins the, only, and all that, you the know. only
2: thing that i know is the saint paddy's day is two days after that sunday
0: oh really yeah. so that's
2: what i'm holding on you're gonna for. get
0: a nice tan out there I'll tell you that.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's yeah well
2: the very first one that we did you know this was probably four years ago now mm. man we were out there and we're trying to get everything set up and a lot of the obstacles that I had built for us at that point came to us. I wanted them 20 feet wide and 10 feet tall, nice wide base, a little bit challenging, Mm -hmm. man. A lot of these things came and they were 10 feet wide and 20 feet tall. And we're trying and they're all wide. I'm like, we can't use this. And we designed Mm -hmm. some of the wooden obstacles so robust that we didn't have enough manpower to get them up. And, um, at about six thirty on Friday, for that very first one, four maybe five years ago now, uh, I literally I thought I was going to throw up. Mm-hmm. I thought I had finally bought, bitten off more than I could chew.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But we found it, we found we found some ways to navigate that and whatnot. Uh, but in terms of the, the sunburn, there, yeah, my, my girlfriend at the time was supposed to bring us all lunch and water and sunscreen at like nine o'clock that day. And she showed up at about 6 p.m. So Bob. you can imagine how frustrated everybody was. Yeah. That I had. Yeah. They haven't eaten. We didn't have any water. Mm-hmm. Everybody's all burned to hell.
0: You know that's how mean? you die. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's it, man. Yeah. So.
0: If you want. Yeah, it's,
2: it's good. It's going to be a rough ass week. Yeah. It's going to be a rough week, but if you want to do things like this, that's what it takes. Yeah. You know. And you got to do what you got to do and. You know, the bigger the goals, the more work it takes. Yeah, that's so, a
0: that's a big part of the whole adventure, you know. Yeah. Uh, putting something like this together. Do you have someone uh, doing shooting video uh, through all of this that you can? do uh, oh, yeah. In the future.
2: Yeah, and we'll we'll be doing uh, we'll be doing a couple of videos coming up here pretty soon mm-hmm. with some of the sponsors and a few other things, and then the week of setup, we'll be doing some vlogs and stuff like that, and then for both days, uh, I've got a very detailed list of things that we need to capture. Make sure we get some good promotional videos for the sponsors as a thank you for doing it.
0: Things that they can use that are evergreen, that they can continue to use, mm-hmm. um, things like that. So mm-hmm. um, This is so if you guys have any questions, just the time to ask now in the last minutes that we have left here in the show. The range says this guy, uh, Jeremy, seems like a super fun guy uh, to hang out with. Wish I was down there in Florida, Florida. Dang it. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah, you know, you can always plan to come down to Florida. This part of the year is always good to be anywhere from the yep. north central, northern part of Florida. Always nice. March is still going to be decent. Once we go past March, though. Yeah, it gets real. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really real. It gets
2: real, real, real quick.
0: If you guys were out there like in, uh, in May or June, you, you she would have just come to find you guys done. You know, um, let me see if there's any other, uh, New York outcast says Florida is too damn hot for me to live. (laughs) There's different parts of Florida, but you know, that's true. It's Florida, man. You know, completely different thing. That's what it's like when you're living in the dingus of America. It's always, (laughs) it's always extra heat. It's always extra heat, you know? So, and that's not a bad thing here. Let me see if there's any, uh. Let me see if there's any other questions. I'm not even sure where the range is, <laughs> exactly. Let's check in on Mike. Let's see if he made it. He's looks like he's on his way, driving back home now. What's going on with you, Mike? What did you? What were you? What was this deal all about here? Are we allowed to know? So
1: yeah, just some some video equipment.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, is this for your film that you're working on? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just some video equipment for that, and I um, okay. use for other things as well. So I got notification that it came in. And I
0: just wanted to go pick it up. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, you know, it's uh it's a, we're, we're glad that you're on your way back home. You didn't get arrested or anything like that. No live PD. But you know, we got live been...
1: PD out here in Colombia. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I know, man. It could, it would have made, it would have been very dramatic for the podcast. You know, but no, we're glad... no,
1: I'm not trying to be on live PD.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're glad. We're glad you made it. Um, so let's see. I'm trying to see. Uh, is your six is uh, still out there? Shout out to him. We've got a few minutes here to wrap it up. Here's what I'm going to I'm going to um, do in this time that we have left. I'm going to go to you, Mike. i let you tell the folks out there how, um, you know, how they can get in touch with you, where to follow you. I know you, you still have your GoFundMe, right, for those classes going.
1: Yes, I still have the GoFundMe going um, right now until March one. Mm-hmm. At March 1, we're going to end it, and then we already got an agreement with the gym of what we're going to do with the funds that are already collected mm-hmm. if we don't meet the goal. The goal was $4,000, and right now we're about halfway there. Okay. So we're asking everybody to go to gofundme.com forward slash LEO training, donate what you can give so we can put these officers in law enforcement, I mean, um, into jujitsu training. But um, most importantly, everybody will get recognized on social media who do contribute. So once again, please go to gofundme.com forward slash LEO training and give what you can give so we can put these officers into training.
0: Okay. And then um, where are the places that folks can go and just follow you on social media, communicate with you more about this?
1: All right. So I'm asking everyone to please go to Instagram and follow me by looking up at Weapons tactical or just do a search for Woodland and you'll see um, Munitions Weapons tactical pop up. Go to Facebook and look up m-w tactical and if you're into podcasting go to your favorite platform and look up the m-w tactical podcast
0: all right very cool and then jeremy just uh, one last time tell the folks out there uh, about the event how they can get in touch with you how they can attend that event
2: cool so guys march 14th and 15th dropzonegunner.com it's a mud run obstacle course, Staged firearms throughout, it's a ton of fun. $99 to run it, includes everything you need, ammo, all that. $20 to come out and watch, doing a ton of raffles, ton of great prizes. Just go to DropZoneGunner.com, get signed up. Got the tickets going right now. They're going pretty quick. Pick a day, come have a blast. Appreciate any kind of support I can get. And uh, dude, There ain't nothing else like that out there, so come have some fun.
0: Awesome, and maybe we'll get you on here one more time before... Um, you do the event, we'll be able to talk to. I love that to, to folks about it. Um, on my end I want to um, suggest to the folks out there to go to HankStrange.com that's the way to keep up with us see all the different things going on Um, obviously we've got different platforms uh, getting taken down and and being suppressed and all that kind of stuff so go to HankStrange.com, sign up for the email list we're going to be giving away stuff through that email list uh, coming up here Uh, matter of fact everything we give away is going to go through that but we've got some uh, cool giveaways that we're lining up right now also, if you want to support what we're doing, um, as Derek from 50% Tactical said yesterday when he was on the podcast, you know, if you if you guys just go to the Patreon and gave us like a dollar, that would help. So if you go to Patreon slash Hank Strange... That's where you can go to do that. Uh, we appreciate that very much. I'm going to drop the end. Everyone stay right where they are. Here's the ending of the show.
1: Hey, one more thing, Hank.
0: Okay, hold on. I'm not, I'm not ending it yet. Hold on one second. Uh, just make sure you guys out there, subscribe, ring the bell to the channel to keep up with us. Okay, so Mike. Mike's got one more thing. What's your one more thing? Mike?
1: Yeah, so yeah. Um, if everyone, please go to Instagram and look up at blazon.
0: And let's try to get at least fifty people to follow them before tomorrow morning. Okay. At we are blazing. We are blazon with a
1: B L A Z O N. Correct.
0: Okay, here I'm gonna look that up right now. I'll put that up on my phone. We are, Blazon, I think that's what you were saying. Boom! I see it an apparel thing. I'm gonna follow them, and uh, go in there and. Thumb, uh, give show some love to their to the thing that they have going on there. So there you go. Um, I want to thank Walther Firearms for sponsoring the show. Of course, I want to thank these fine gentlemen for coming on the show. Mike from MW Tactical, of course. Jeremy from Drop. Wait, what is it again? <laughs> Drop Zone Drop- Gunner.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Hello>. <laughs> yeah. I
2: appreciate you having <laughs> me on, man. I really do. Uh, yeah. You know, things things like this are are great and i had a great time man. i'm i'm appreciative thank you very
0: much oh you're very welcome thanks a lot we appreciated it as well we will see you guys tomorrow we are out of here for right now thanks very much everyone we'll see you uh we appreciate your your support we're out of here
4: peace